here we are and I made it on time. <laughs> so maybe I should have, maybe I should invest in a watch, right? Mm, yeah. That might be, that I mean, I thought, good. I thought that's what phones were for. I don't check my phone when right. I'm, when I'm out, Jess. Okay. Right. Please. I'm not yeah, rude. <laughs> it's true. You know, I thought to myself before I was like, you know, angrily brushing my fucking makeup onto my eyes. Cause I was like, he's not here. He's not going to be here in time. What am I going to do about that? And I thought, you know, wouldn't it be great to give you guys a show by punishing him? And I thought about whipping out the moonshine or the peanut butter whiskey, because I know those are his two least favorite both, alcohols. Both would have been excruciating. Right, right. But now I'm thinking we should give them a show anyway. Maybe not, though. And you guys should decide if we're going to no, take... No, don't what, let them decide. They're going to ruin me. What are we taking a shot of before we take three shots of tequila? Jessica, all I've eaten today is a medium French fry from Whataburger. That is so sad. We're going to take three shots of tequila. But before we do that, we're going to take a shot of either moonshine or peanut butter whiskey. What would you guys like to see? Oh, we got to vote for moonshine. Who? Oh, we got to vote for peanut butter. Who said moonshine? Oh, we're going to need a tiebreaker. <laughs> Barrett says, uh, why don't we break the tie by taking a shot of each? Okay, man. I'm actually, you know what? I'm kind of talking myself into it. Mark your calendars, everyone. October 3rd. It's <laughs> the day that Jacob dies. <laughs> so let's do it, right? Get it over with. Shot one of how many? Here. How many shots? We're doing, we're doing 10 shots tonight? Like, why not, right? You sound resentful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it smells so bad. <laughs> You're going to get the one that's slightly more full. Because this is your idea. TJ says a good chaser to moonshine is more moonshine. Solid advice, TJ. Thank you. All right, well, fuck it. You know what? Here we go. To all of you that wanted me to do five shots tonight, that's for you. Not going to lie to you, that burns. <sighs> that is the worst shit. Doesn't it feel had. like you're breathing fire? It just tastes like I drink, like rubbing alcohol. Barrett says after you take a shot of the moonshine, you can use it as engine degreaser. I'd believe it. It tastes like that's true. My lip is quivering. Next up, guys. Screwballs. Screwballs, peanut butter whiskey. This stuff is horrible and and it contains peanuts. It does. It says it right there. I already feel drunk. I told you. Okay. All right. You don't look excited. I'm, this is how I deal with stress, Jessica. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Shot two of five. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, see, you know what? The thing about that one no. is I don't like that it's syrupy. Oh my God. That's what Satan's piss tastes like. It feels like a vegan ate nothing but peanut butter for a week and then took a shit in my mouth. That is horrible. <laughs> that is horrible. Well, hey, Jake, you look good. Thanks. Yeah, I'm going to throw up tonight. Let's Are do you? It. I probably. No, you aren't. My stomach has had nothing but maybe half a potato. You just put taquitos in the oven. Stop being taquitos a Taquitos in the oven? What'd you put in the oven? Wow, you think I'm that Hispanic, Jessica? Well, here, let's take a look. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Cheers. Shot three of five. Motherfuckers. Oh, fuck. Uh-uh. Yeah, see, the lime still takes care of it for me. It is not mixing well with that peanut butter, though. Uh-uh. Oh, my God. They're, like, battling in my chest. I feel bad. I'm not horde enough to force you to take all three. Uh, but I'm also not a bitch, Jessica. What are you What are you assuming? That you're a bitch. All uh, right. What shot? Uh, is this four or five? Yep. I think, it, I think it's four. Yep. Four of oh five. God. Let's go. Four or five. Shot four of five. Ooh. Mm-mm. Not feeling that one. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. I think there's a I think there's probably like a I would say like a 20% chance that I throw up tonight. Oh shit. That's yours. Yeah, bitch, and now I'm gonna fix yours. What? 
What? I didn't fuck that up. Don't, don't pour care. more in mine. Stop it. I don't care. We're Stop. We're what are you doing? We're co-stars, bitch. Ew. The lips are almost gone. Oh, no. It is shot time. It is time for the final shot. Just like the final rose, right? We're going to be dramatic with this. All right. Here we go. Ready? Okay. Shot uh, five. Shot five. five. Here we go. God, fuck you. This is three shots in. Just like that, we're back. We're back. What's up? This is Three Shots In. I am Jake. I'm Jess. And this is season two, motherfucker. Season two. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah, you just heard a very, very, very special five shot intro uh, <laughs> into, into uh, episode one of season two. Jacob was very resentful, but very. I think I think we made it a very, very notable beginning to season two. Yeah, I mean, your boy hasn't felt his lips for, <laughs> a, for, for, for a little bit here. So season two, Jessica, here season we are. Season two. Damn. Yep. Who would have guessed? Mm-hmm. You know what? Like, I thought when this thing started, it was just going to be a dumpster fire that we would just throw away and forget that it existed. Yeah. And here yeah. we are. Mm-hmm. Season two. Thank you, everyone who has actually listened this much, and welcome you who are new. So, yes, welcome to all of you. Um, we noticed there are it's kind of a it's a very very small handful of listeners in foreign countries. Uh, they take they come in for for a little a little taste. Yeah, you know, one little yeah, episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they take a little break and then they come back for some more. Yeah. And uh, I think that that's understandable considering like how difficult it is to take us on a regular basis. Oh, I get it. So, I fully get it. Right. So I just appreciate the patience that you guys keep returning. Those of you who, uh, you know, aren't used to aren't used to this. Yeah. Let's just leave it at that. Those of you that are true Americans, you know, you know <laughs> who I'm talking about. You, you people in Kentucky and and North Carolina and all of you guys. California, we have the most Texas. listeners there. We've got Texas. We, we've honestly, got, we've hit almost every single state mm-hmm, at this North point. North Carolina. Except for, the, except for the states that like, you know, no one cares about. Like right, Wyoming. right, 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 right. We're, we we're not in Wyoming We did yet. get a listen in Alaska. Thank yeah, you, Alaska person. Thank you if you come back. Otherwise, I don't care about you. I care but about here you, we Alaska are. person. <laughs> um, yeah, very exciting. We're we're really really stoked to uh, to be here. And uh, the more research we do, the more we um, it's just becoming really apparent that the name of the game is just to stay consistent. Um, so I mean, we're reaching out to to those of you who are listening, and I mean, we have every confidence we're going to be able to reach out to a lot more, give a lot more people a break from all of this like bullshit global drama happening oh yeah so much drama oh yeah you can expect you're not going to hear about it here fuck that Mm -mm. Mm -mm. absolutely we don't want to hear about it what what will our fans be be hearing about tonight what you're going to be hearing about tonight because uh season two happens to be beginning in the beginning of october it's halloween season insert drums those are some really impressive drums. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to be learning about ghosts. 
tonight. Ghost. And by learning, I mean we're just going to be hearing some really creepy ghost stories about them. I know I've got some creepy ones prepared. I know you do. You talked to me all about them. Yep. We're going to jump right into those. I'm actually very excited. Um, mine was requested by uh, an avid listener. This is true. A loyalist, you might say. Loyalist, yeah. Yes. It was my mom. Uh-huh. Hey, mom. <laughs> the topic is ghosts, which is actually like a super high on the request list. Everyone wants to hear about ghosts. Yeah. It's uh, not only is it in right now, but it's also in right now because it's October. This is very true. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, a, like it's doubly in. Double in right now. Yeah. So uh, we're going to go ahead and open the season up, sharing some ghost stories um, if not tonight, maybe tomorrow, we will be talking about our own personal ghost stories and sharing that on Patreon. So watch out for that. Those of Uh-oh. you who are on it. What? Personal stories. That's true. Everybody's been asking about Jacob's haunted bedroom. Oh, everyone wants to know about it. Everybody wants to know about it. I want to know about it. You've been keeping it from me. I have. I want to know about it. It's been extra hush. <laughs> um, you know, but for the time being, how about we spin this wheel? How about we spin it? Why don't you spin it, Jessica? I will spin it. First first wheel spin of the season. Go for it. Go for it again. <laughs> oh my God, you, you're so stupid. Oh, we got one that was sent in from our good friend, Sam. What's invisible, but you wish people could see? I uh, know immediately. You know immediately. Immediately. What is it? Farts. Farts. (laughs) You wish everyone could see farts. Yes. Like, like they just like shoot out from a person. Yeah. So like everyone would see the farts. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Wow. Uh, People couldn't sneak farts. But sneaking farts is like one of the most American things I can think of. (laughs) It must be just be a human thing, really. Right. But it wouldn't be, though, if everyone could see it. And I've been crop dusted way too many times <laughs> in my life not to feel this way about farts. So you've been the crop dustee, but have you ever been the crop duster? Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah, exactly. Everyone yeah. has. But it was more a motivation of vengeance just <laughs> towards the universe rather than, you know, it was like about sneaking it. You know, it wasn't like I would feel sick if I held it. You know, it's not like my tummy would feel tight uh-huh. if I didn't. <laughs> it's that I felt it and I was like, you know what? I don't even care. Because someone, someone in this room, the last time I was here, didn't fucking care. So fuck all of you. <laughs> fuck everyone. Honestly, that's something I can vibe with. Mm-hmm. Just, just screw everyone. Yep. Yeah. Farts, man. I'm trying to imagine like a a big like just just yellow cloud. Yeah. Just. See, I imagine it uh, as a purple cloud, kind of like the cloud they told you would emit from you in pools when you peed. Oh, uh-huh. but no one ever did, you know, like, you know, they peed, yeah. but you never <laughs> saw a cloud and you were warned that there would be one. And you were like, Oh my God, that was total bullshit. But you were still too scared to pee. Mm-hmm. I remember that the only, literally the only threat that ever like scared me away from peeing. I guess that's not true. Cause I did it anyway to see if what would happen. I peed in the ocean <laughs> to see if it drew a shark in to attack me. Oh. It didn't. No. I lived. I, I just imagined that that would hurt. Peeing in the ocean? Yeah. Not for a girl, I guess. I've never done it. I, I felt I zero pain. I mean, to be honest, I've been in the ocean, like, probably far less than the average Californian. <laughs> 
just because I don't like being in the ocean. I used to love it. I used to love how freezing it was. I used to love bodyboarding. A wave would come in and like, I would like surf. Like boogie but boarding with, or just with your body? It was with, my, I guess it's body surfing, uh-huh. but it would be with my body and my body would be the board. So I would straighten out whenever a wave right. came in. Um, and I'd get, you know, like my tits would fall out because my top would get pulled off mm. and I get a mouthful of sand and stuff. So like eventually that got old, but yeah. I was really into it for a while. Uh huh. Yeah, no, I was never a big ocean person. Didn't like being in the water. It was cold. It was salty. It was, it didn't care about the way I felt, no, you know, it no. just, it just existed. Yeah, no, that's and why I just, eventually I was like, you know what, ocean, you're a bitch. Yeah. When the ocean would be like, Hey, you having a good time? Let me just slam you underneath me and then just twirl you around in a ball for like 20 seconds and then allow you to get mm-hmm. some air. Oh, have you finally gotten used to the waves? You know, to dive, dive underneath them now. Hey, here's an enormous like forest of kelp that yeah. I'm going to tangle in, in your ankles and stuff. Yeah. And then you're going to pay attention to that and try to get free. And I'm going to send a wave right up your ass. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. And just like, like, Hey, you know what? You feeling good today? Riptide. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck the ocean. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, thanks. I'm just gonna, you know what? Literally all I need. I like the ocean when I'm sitting outside of it dry and I'm yeah. able to tan when I want to and nap when I want to. Oh yeah, like I feel that. Mm-hmm. I like the ocean when I'm sitting in a chair and I have a big umbrella and I'm in the shade and reading a book. See, I don't need the shade. I I, I enjoy the shade. I, I don't like being in sunlight. I, I don't mind being in the sun. I like being tanned. You uh-huh. know? I, like, I like my skin to get a little toasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll sit out there, I'll lay out, read a magazine or a book or some shit listen to a podcast, play a game, something like that. Basically what I would usually do on my couch. But this time I look kind of, you know, exotic and Californian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I'll, you know, put some sunscreen on because I know I'm going to pass out and I don't want to burn. And then I'll fall asleep for like maybe 15 minutes and then I'll put my clothes back on and that's it. That's my beach trip. Mm. Yeah. I never napped for that short of a time. My naps were like, you know, an hour, an hour and a half, mm. maybe two. Mm. My, uh, my short naps on the beach are a result of trauma Uh because, uh, I, at one point fell asleep on the beach for, I mean, at least an hour. Oh yeah. Too long. Whatever With no sunblock, I'm assuming. And there were adults there. I was a child at the time I was in high Uh school. Adults watched me fall asleep, left me asleep there in the sun for a lot of time. Uh And I got like severe burns all over my body to the point that I don't know if you remember this because you know, you were my brother and you were there during that, this part of my childhood, but right. this area of my cheeks, like the apple of my cheeks mm-hmm. peeled off. Yeah. No, I don't remember this. Yeah. That's because I hit it desperately from like everyone I knew desperately, mm-hmm. desperately until dad was like, you have to go to school. I don't care. <laughs> I, it was so gross. It was like raw, like the skin had actually peeled off. Uh-huh. It was bright red. It was like slimy looking. That's what I mean. That's how, that's how burned I was. My whole face was like lobster red for like two weeks. It was rough stuff. Yeah. That is rough. I will never fall asleep for that long on the beach again. See, if you had an umbrella, it wouldn't matter. I know. Just be in the shade. I know. Someone could have done that. There was yes. one. The key is to have a lookout that, you know, makes you move once, once the shade moves. Yeah. Yeah. I had one. Oh. He just didn't do anything about it. Yeah. Was it me? No. Okay, that's good. 
was Uncle Ruben. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good old Nino. Yep. It'll happen. Man. All right. So for me, you, you said farts. I did. You wish would be visible. Yeah. I don't know. What is invisible that I wish people could see? Horny thoughts. Uh, I'm going to say. Well, no, because then you'd actually, be screwed. Well, no, I was going to say like. You'd never be able to go on a first date ever. That's true. I was going to say more like, I wish that everyone could see when someone had to poop. <laughs> you know? That'd be funny. I think that would just, that would get rid of the stigma of having to go poop. Because like people are like, oh, like I just have to go to the bathroom real quick. And then they just go and they're like in there for like seven minutes. And you're like, mm, I know what you were doing, but like no one says anything, you know? And it's like, dude, just like you had to poop. Like everyone's got to poop, man. It's a book, you know? Uh-huh. Like, everybody poops. Everybody poops. Even zebras. Even zebras poop. Everyone poops. And it's like, I don't understand why it's such a big deal to poop. Yeah. But like no one likes to let anyone know when they poop. And like, I get it. Like, you know, you don't want to be like, hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom and I'm just going to like release this fucking demon and <laughs> I'm going to be wiping my ass. And then. Yeah, no, I, uh, I don't know about you, but I took a sociology class in high school as an elective. Yeah, I did too. I took the same one. Yeah. Well, Mr. Barry, right? Yes. <laughs> yep. He was like, he goes, you guys may not know this, but there's a stigma that, you know, everybody knows, but nobody, nobody says out loud. And it's that nobody talks about what happens in the bathroom. And I was like, excuse me, that's extremely opposite from my family. That's true. Our family is unique in the fact that they're like, oh my God, did you like, I just took this poop. My (laughs) father has literally sent me a picture of a shit of his. Yeah. Sticking out of the toilet because he was like, oh my God, look, it's like a Python. Yeah. And I'm like, excuse me. See, you're lucky you weren't home for that (laughs) because I was Jake, 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 come upstairs right now. You need to see this. Oh my God. (laughs) These are... The true stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that was a that was a good yeah. that was a good one because then we wouldn't be so uh so isolated. Yeah. And we would have more community. So yeah, I wish everyone could see when someone had to poop because then then like you wouldn't have to like you know like when you really have to poop, but you're like in the middle of like a really deep conversation or something. You know, like you're like in the middle of like a deep conversation or or you know, you're in the middle of a meeting or something and you're just like you're like, man, like if I leave right now to poop, like this is going to ruin this, <laughs> yes. but you have to. And so you're just sitting there right. waiting for, well, the, you know, the it'll be worse if you don't. Yeah. You're just waiting for the opportune moment to be like, I'll be right back, man. Like I got to go. Mm-hmm. And, but if everyone could see, they'd be like, Hey, I see you have to poop. Like go for it, man. Like I can, I can jot this, these notes down. Right. You know, like because I would be think, in a world where if they had to go, you'd see it too. Exactly. Everybody would be like, Hey, like we both have to poop, you know, like, <laughs> Why don't we go poop? Uh-huh. You know, like we can go in the same bathroom, continue the continue the conversation. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like oh, I, well, I, we I would shit at the same time? Is yeah. That? Yeah, double poops. Wow, that's a really understanding world. Very understanding world. This is probably like like 20 years in the future of this of this world. 20? <laughs> <laughs> like 20 years. I'm seeing way way more than that. 20 years after everyone knows that everyone poops, you know? That's another generation. I mean, I don't know, man. Everybody knows everybody poops now. The book has already come out. It's been out for a long time. But like if everyone knew when everyone else had to poop, completely different. But they already know that everybody does. But right when they had to is the key here. Mm. Like if I look at you right now and I'd be like, oh, no, Jess doesn't have to poop. We can keep going on the story. But if you looked at me and you were like, oh, shit, man, right after this wheel, Jake's going to have to go take a poop. Well, see, but that's I just know you, though. And like. 
if two hours have gone by, you probably need to poop. This is true. I poop pretty often. <laughs> Very regular over yes. here. Yeah. Yeah. Or unhealthy. I don't know. One of them. <laughs> <laughs> One of them. But yeah. So there we go. We got farts and poop. <laughs> Almost. We the stayed same, on theme. <laughs> but still different. Jessica. Yes. So you were going to talk about some some ghosts. Tonight. I was going to talk about some very much ghosts. Very tonight. much ghosts. So uh, and you said that you were talking about something that our mother had requested. Yes. And what is that? Yes. So our mother reached out to us and she requested that we have an episode that talks about shadow people. Mm. Now, I know what you're thinking. People made of shadows? Yes. There is a kind of ghost that has the silhouette of a person, uh -huh. sometimes wearing clothes. Sometimes it's just the silhouette of like a person's body, right. um, but always so full of shadow, always so encased in shadow, dense with shadow, you might say, that they are never illuminated and almost always in dark places. Uh huh. Very creepy. Um, now, uh, I now did- Real oh, quick, oh, are we talking like, like the whole like corner of your eye type of thing? Um, like that, you think you see a head poking out of your closet or right, something? Right, right, right. That tends to be that tends to be common. I saw a lot of that. Uh -huh. In fact, you'll hear a lot about that in the stories I procured. Uh -huh. uh, but they do increase. I know our own mother claims that a shadow person um, frequents her home. Her humble abode. Yes, she. You know, she's felt the the creepy feelings and looked into dark places and sworn she saw the silhouette of a person standing and watching her, uh -huh. stuff like that. Um, that's apparently much more common than we thought. Oh. Are a lot of people, yeah. you know, throwing their stories up on, you know, Reddit and just various places in the internet, um, telling their, you know, recounting their experiences with a, a shadow being, uh -huh. shadow figure, you might say. And so I looked it up, did some research on what these are and are there different kinds? Because I had heard that there were, apparently there are four different kinds. Four. Yes. For whatever reason, when people write in to various places about their experiences or report things, they report either just your basic silhouette of a person, mm -hmm. nothing special, not a lot of detail. They report that it's a person, but wearing a hat. Meaning a wide brimmed. Yeah, hat. I'm assuming they weren't just wearing like a, a backwards baseball like a cap. Baseball cap, yeah. Right. Um, that'd be far less intimidating. <laughs> yeah. One that is more vague, less a silhouette of a person, and more just like a figure, maybe cloaked, maybe more of a mist, but okay. still a thing. Still something that's not just a shadow. Right. It yeah. looks like rather than it looks like the silhouette of a person, it looks like a person perhaps draped in like a sheet or something, but all black. Mm -hmm. And then the last one was the scary one. And that's the one people tend to think is more demonic because it has glowing red eyes. <sighs> yes, I know. Unfortunately, there are no glowing red eyes ones in mine. That's in fine. my stories. That's fine. There might be later on. Maybe we'll have a you know, we'll revisit this topic. Oh, okay. So anyway, I, I did some digging to figure out what, you know, what people have put out there, what stories, you know, they've been able to tell mm -hmm. about their experiences. Mom has her own, 
But, you know, it's on her whether or not she'd like to share them. We're not going to put her in that, right, in that spot, right. you know, uncomfortable. We're not going to call her out and be exactly. like, hey, right. get over here and record your story. Right, right. We are openly you know, give, inviting you to do that. We're give, not, we're give not the people say that. what they want and exactly. don't be a bitch about it. But, you know, I mean, it's totally on her. We would never say that. Right. So I've got two warm up stories, smaller stories. And then I've got one, uh, not super long, but decently, decently long uh, experience. Okay. So here we go. Here we go. Before you jump in. Yeah. I need to clear my throat. Do it. It's, it's not clear. Okay, go for it. So Jessica, you had two tiny tales to tell. I've got two tiny tales to warm you up. Yes. And then I've got one one conclusion story mm-hmm. before we move into our break and then on to your stories about yes. your ghosts that you chose to talk about. Yes. So here we go. Shadow people. The first, a guy writes in about some things he's seen in his house. He claims that he lives in the sticks and by sticks, he means that his neighbors are very spread out uh-huh. and they live on properties with high acreage. Right. So he specifically said like, when I say I live in the sticks, I mean my neighbor, my nearest neighbor, is like over a hundred yards away from the edge of my property. Right. That's how in the sticks I am. So uh, when he was very small, he was playing outside alone. And as he was playing, he looked just inside the tree line. And there in the shade, where it's where the shade is heavy, he sees a person standing there watching him play. Ew. Yeah. So knowing that you know, especially because he was little. I'm imagining he's like Ryan or Dean's age. Those are my sons, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. I, I knew who your sons are. Um, he's supposed to tell his parents about strangers or anyone coming up to the house. So he right. runs in and he tells dad. Dad comes out, takes a look in the tree line and nothing's there. That's the end of his first experience. Okay. It's a, We're well, easing in. Yeah, it's a quaint experience. We're easing in. Yeah. His next experience. Mom hears about first experience not happy to hear about it. Oh. She's bothered yeah. by it. Yeah, moms. Moms tend to do that. Yeah. I would be also. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, he writes that a couple years after this first experience, he's out, he's playing basketball in his driveway. Mm-hmm. Once again, he gets this like gross feeling, looks over his shoulder into the tree line, and boom, there it is again, just staring at him. So, dad's not home this time. He runs in and tells mom. Mom comes out person is not gone this time it is still there oh in the shadows she yells out to uh this shadow person where is this i don't know it never said this person this person preferred to be anonymous i i heard a kind of like a british accent you know like oh i fucker uh well (laughs) (laughs) maybe and you you dickhead you fill in the blanks because he says that uh he wrote that his mom starts shouting at it oh there we go this is private fucking property. You're trespassing. Uh-huh. No response. This no. is America. We'd shoot him. No movement. Yeah. So she starts moving in to confront this oh, thing standing in the damn. shadows. We got a badass mom over here. <laughs> She's still yelling. And as she gets closer, this this person in the shadows turns and moves farther into the trees. Hmm. But mom's fucking pissed and she chases it into oh, the forest. <laughs> damn. Um, now, uh... This guy uh, continues to write that he he's pretty sure she saw something not so great because she came back um, and whenever he asked about it, he was little at the time, so he kind of understood her not really wanting to explain things. But then he got older, kept asking her about it. And even like to this day, she 
just doesn't really want to tell him. Like she gets, gets, gets weird and she doesn't really explain. Uh So he's pretty sure she saw something. Anyway, that was experience number two. Right. And the last experience he writes about more recently, a couple years before he writes all this stuff down and submits it to the website I found it on. He says that now there's weird stuff happening in the house, not just outside. Mm. So one day mom's doing chores in the house. Dad's out in the yard and he's in the kitchen making popcorn. Uh, making popcorn. Haven't, oh. we, haven't we all been there? What year is this? I still don't know. This is how is anonymous he, is it was. Is he our age or is he older? I literally don't know. There were, there, these were the, the details I'm telling you were the only details that were given. Okay. Because if he's older, then he's making this shit on the stove. You know what I no, mean? No, it's the microwave. You know this? I do know this, actually. Okay. So then he's our age. I'd say so. Okay. So anyway, um, he says that, you know, mom's doing chores, dad's in the yard. He's in the kitchen doing his popcorn thing. He explains that in this, this story that he wrote his, about his experiences, that there's a hallway along the back of the house. Uh-huh that it leads to the back door and he can see the hallway from the kitchen. Okay. So as he's making his popcorn, he's looking right at the microwave, um, waiting for the popcorn to be done. And the hallway is way off to his left. So in his perifs. <laughs> in the perifs. In his perifs, he sees someone walk past the door frame that leads into that back hallway. Mm. Now he calls out thinking it's mom. Right. And he, as he's calling out, he's walking over to the hallway because he's so confident that it's her. The hallway's empty. It just so happens that there's a bathroom at the end of this hallway. And he's like, damn, she must have sprinted there. (laughs) So he walks into the- (laughs) Mom really had to take shit. (laughs) He walks in there, walks into the bathroom, all clear, nothing's in there. Mm. He keeps calling out to his mom, checks the bathroom, like I said, it's empty. And then he hears mom call back to him from the other side of the house. So whatever he saw must have disappeared. Yeah, unless his mom is the quickest shitter in the West. Super quick. That is not mom. No. Mm. Not silently anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the end of the very first one. Like I said, we're just breezing in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Little little weird, creepy experiences. Okay, on to the next. Next up starts in the late 90s. Oh, the late 90s. (laughs) Continue, the late 90s. This guy says that he was a kid mm-hmm. in the late 90s. Uh, I was a kid in the late 90s. So was I. Oh, interesting. It was late. And, it was and in the so 90s. <laughs> it was also in the 90s. <laughs> Everyone else in the house, he says, is asleep. He's up because he liked to watch Zorro reruns. Oh, yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's dope. I know. <laughs> I want to watch Zorro. Everyone else in the house is asked out. It's pitch dark. He's just in his room. He's up, you know, in his room watching Uh Zorro. And uh, in the show, Zorro does this sort of battle cry to freak out his enemies Uh as he's riding in on his horse. Um, So he's watching. And as he's watching, his door opens. Hmm. Doesn't open fast. Never does. Nope. We're all stressed out about it. So... Door doesn't open fast. Mm -hmm. He looks up, watches it swing open, doesn't see anybody in the hallway. Then he hears that same sound that Zorro makes in the show echo from the hallway. Oh. But then nothing. It's just silence. Interesting. So he doesn't really know what to do. I didn't know shadow people made noises. I don't know. This one one gets weird. 
So he hears that. Uh huh. It echoes in from the hallway, not his TV. His TV volume was down so that he wasn't bothering anybody else who was asleep. He's a courteous child. His door opens. Yeah. And it echoes in from the hallway loudly. So he's like, what the fuck? Looks up at his door. Nobody's there. There's no other sounds because he was waiting to hear if like maybe somebody else's TV was on. So he's just staring at the door thinking maybe he'll still see, see somebody. Maybe maybe somebody else is also up. Nothing. Mm. Doesn't hear anything else in the rest of the house. Door's still open. He stands up on his bed and leans <laughs> <laughs> to stare into the hallway to see if he sees anybody because he's too chicken shit to yep. get up and yep. close it. I understand it. Nothing. Pitch uh-huh. dark. Can't see shit in the hallway. Yep. But they can see him. Mm-hmm. Yep. He feels that feeling like, oh, I can't see anything in there, but they can see me. So he just says, fuck it. Door staying open. I'm laying back down. No, that's the worst. He that's leaves the, the door open. You He's can too make. scared to get up and close it. So he lays down on his bed, flat on his back. He stretches out, gets comfortable, closes his eyes. You gotta do the sprint and slam. You know what I mean? <laughs> he did not sprint and slam. Idiot. And that may have been his downfall. Yeah, rookie mistake. I know. I know all about it. Okay? So, closes his eyes. He's trying to fall back to sleep. Now, he says he thinks he was able to, now that he looks back on this event. But, he doesn't quite remember falling asleep. All he does remember is that he closed his eyes to try. And then his eyes shot open to what sounded like a plane engine. He says his room was filled with this roaring sound, overwhelming, Uh can't hear anything else. It's like, like blaring in his ears. It's roaring, but it is also high pitched like a plane engine. Right. That's what he, that's how he described it. So he said that he found that as he's hearing this, his eyes are wide. He's looking around, trying to see if he can see anything. He can't move. He's completely paralyzed. Can't move an inch. Can only whip his eyes around the room. Um, He starts to panic. He starts to hyperventilate. This, like, sound is still blaring in his ears the whole time. Finally, he focuses on calming himself down, and it stops. That's the end of experience number one. This guy made some mistakes. Not sprinting. The sprinting and slam. And slamming the door. Yeah. That's, at the expense of anyone else who was asleep. I mean. No, that's ghost 101. That's survival. Yeah. We've all been there. I've been there. I've been there. You got to do a sprint and slam oh, yeah. every now and then, you know? Yeah. Or at least sprint and like, shaka, the like light switch in the yeah, hall. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, we all, we all know we've seen it in, you know, real life. We've seen it in movies and shows. Mm-hmm. If you have, I mean, you got to have some sort of, some sort of balls, you know, you can't, you can't just full on. You can't just let them walk all over no, you. No, no. There's you a gotta, reason you're the only one out of like many who've had experiences like this that heard, you know, airplane engine sounds. Yeah. I never heard an airplane engine. I never engine. heard airplane engine sounds. Yeah. Close weak, your fucking door. Weak Slam ass it. motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, it was also cause he was, he's probably watching, probably watching Zorro too much. You know what I mean? <laughs> That and we don't really know how old he was. If I'd have been like six or seven, fuck no. I would have. I would have done the the sprint and slam. You had to, you know. I yeah okay maybe I would have. Like or maybe maybe would have done the the Julian, which is our cousin, who oh, would yeah. who would pop the the top lid. He would rip off the top lid of his lava lamp. I wouldn't have believed it if I didn't see it myself. He would kick it. Uh huh. That way, the light of the lava lamp shined down the hallway, and then he would sprint. Into From his, into his, his parents room, room to his parents. Yeah, which they they had a extremely long hallway that was very creepy, 
hundred percent. I fully understand why a small child would be terrified of this Mm -hmm. hallway. I understood. But yeah, like you would think he would do something. Right. I just leave the door open and pretend to go to sleep. Absolutely not. Absolutely Mm -hmm. not. So anyway. Anyway, sorry, continue. A year after this, Oh, it's the same story. It's the same guy. That thought, was just I his first his experience. Over. No, oh. he's has he's got it in here like four experiences. Oh, that shit. was that was experience number okay. one. Okay. Continue. So like a year later, nothing else happens. Uh-huh. He forgets about it, thinks he's safe, no big deal. He's playing video games. This is gonna sound familiar to you. He's in his bedroom again. Uh-huh. He sees movement behind him in the reflection of the TV. Oh, this fucking fuck. Yep. Yeah. I know. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. We've been there. Yep. We've been there. In the reflection, it looks like a black hooded figure is moving up on him. Yep. He whips around Mm -mm. to see if there's anything there. There isn't. He finds nothing. Yep. He's alone. But he did say that he turned back thinking he could return to his video games. Maybe he was just seeing things. Maybe he's been staring at the TV for too long. His room fills with this rancid smell like something's rotting. Uh. He said, right. He said that he looked around because he was like almost 90% confident there was a dead rat in there somewhere. That's what it smelled like. Gross. He's like, it smelled like something had died and had been there, been in there for a while after I saw that thing. That's experience number two. I mean, you smell sulfur. You're fucked. See, I don't know. I've smelled, I've smelled dead animal before though. And it's not, it's not like, it's not rotten eggy. It's different. It's like a disgusting, but like kind of sweet smell. It's like, like almost like garbage. Like it's that like sick, sick, sweet smell. You're like, ugh. Like something in there is like turning into slime. Gross. I know. I don't know. Sound. It sounds like, like smelling sulfur. I mean, I, I wouldn't know. I wasn't Which him. Which is horrible. I just didn't think that was he, what, what was he, that was what he was trying to describe, but maybe that is exactly it. I don't know. So anyway. That's experience number three. Two? Two. Two. Next up. Is it number uh, three? Next is number three. <laughs> okay. Yes, thank you. Uh-huh. Uh, he talks about getting up for something to eat late at night. Also a rookie mistake. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All of the classic mistakes. Yeah. Gets up, not just to like sprint to the bathroom, piss, like with his eyes closed uh-huh. and then sprint back like a normal person. Yeah, absolutely. No, he was like, I'm hungry. I can't sleep. I'm going to slowly walk in the dark to the kitchen. Idiot. Turn the light on, walk in and prep my food while staring at the he's, dark hallway. He's begging for this That's haunting. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. So next up, he's in there. He walks into the kitchen. He's like, I need a snack. Turns the light on. He's prepping his food and in his perifs once again. It's always the periphs. In his periphs, he said that he sees the same black hooded figure dart past the entrance to the kitchen he had just used, like it was following him from his room. It's fucking gross. Isn't it? Yeah, that's fucking gross. Blah. That's experience number four. That's the end of it. Because he said he looked around, thought maybe someone had followed him down, like maybe his parents or something. Nothing. Cut to the summer of 2013. Oh, Okay. So he's not a late 90s kid anymore. Not a kid he's, anymore. He's a, an adult now. He is now an adult. And uh, he claims that at this point, he since that last experience, he hadn't seen anything. So it's been years. Mm-hmm. Um, so he says now with almost no warning, he's in bed once again, in bed. And he wakes up to that same weird sound he had heard in his hallway when he was younger, that weird Zorro sound from the show. Mm. 
but it wasn't echoing from a hallway this time. This time, it was like it was it was blasted right in his face. So he wakes up, right, startled. Um, he realizes he feels hands pressed down on him through the blankets. Ew. Fingers spread out and shaking violently on his body. Okay. He opens his eyes and he sees this like cloaked black figure floating over him. He smells that putrid smell like he did when he was playing his video games. And all he can hear is what he said was this like loud clinking. Like when you hook your fingers into like chain link and you shake the fence. Uh huh. So the hand, he feels hands on him and they're shaking and he hears that sound as they're doing that. And that like, almost like that last, uh, that one, that very first nightmare he'd had, he was able to calm himself down. And as soon as he was, it stopped. That was his last experience. That's the end of warm up story number two. Yeah. So this guy made so many mistakes. Right. That this shadow person demon was able to put hands on him. Mm-hmm. Idiot. Yeah. Idiot. Yeah. Absolutely. You got up to get food in the middle of the night? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. You, you were begging for this demon shadow man to, you know, put hands upon you. Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. You were begging for it. You didn't really. sprint and slam? He didn't even sprint and slam. Nope. Whatever. Moving on. This is my last ghost story, and it is the longest one. Okay. Hit me. So a single mother moves into a house in New Jersey with her two young daughters. Okay. She wrote in this in this story that she described that there was nothing off when they were moving in, but uh, once everything was unpacked, she set up a playroom for her girls in the basement. And almost immediately, they start complaining that they can see things in the corner of their eye. Um, and they continue to complain very consistently mm. until they're either too old to really need a playroom or they just eventually stop using it. So she gets rid of it. Um, she ends up uh, setting up a studio for herself in the basement. She said, like, I think she specifically said a floral workshop. So, like, she makes bouquets and stuff. Okay. It's lame. I know. I thought so, too. But anyway. So, she sets up a studio for herself in the basement. She said she spends a lot of time down there. And that whenever she is down there, that she sees shadows down there constantly. Always moving around in the corner of her vision. She said that... Uh, because it had been that way for so long, they started to get used to it, just seeing them after a while. Um, when she was down there alone, just to comfort herself, she would talk to them. She never got an answer back, but you know, it made her feel better. Mistake. So, uh, yeah, like I said. So uh, she said that she, um, she would see shadows, not only all over the basement, um, but specifically she'd see them mostly along one wall of the house outside wall um and occasionally along that same wall on the first floor which happened to be the back wall of the kitchen right next to the back door of the house Mm -hmm. so sometimes there would be days when you didn't see shadows around the house but you could always tell when they were around this is how she's describing it because you would feel like you were being watched you'd look around and you couldn't see anything and sometimes there would be this strong uneasy feeling So she said that uh, she thought that not all of them, not all of the shadows that they were seeing in the house would bring this like uneasy feeling. So she called the ones that did evil ones. So when she saw shadows and felt that uneasy feeling, because that wasn't always, it didn't always happen that way. Sometimes she'd see shadows and feel nothing. But when she did see them and feel 
gross. Mm-hmm. Um, she would say out loud that they weren't welcome, and eventually it seemed that it worked and they would go away. Um, so over the years, she said she tried many different things to try and get all of the shadows to leave, but nothing really worked. So eventually she and her daughters just accepted that they weren't going anywhere. Idiots. Right. Um, she said uh, they were always in the corner of her vision, always in the perifs, very fleeting. But there was one time that she saw one very clearly. It was nighttime, you know, as per the huge. As it is. Uh, her girls were asleep. She's the only one awake. She goes downstairs. She said she was walking from her breakfast room into Ew. her kitchen. <laughs> God. This chick's got a this floral is, workshop and a breakfast this room. This is the wealthiest single mother in the world. Yeah, <laughs> she's not hurting. Um, so she walks from her breakfast room into her kitchen. She said that there was a light on just above the stove, which was right next to the back door. Uh, so it's all fairly dim. But there are still lights on downstairs. She'd mm-hmm. been up. And uh, when she walked into the kitchen, she said her heart caught in her throat because it looked like someone had just come in through the back door and went running into the other room as she walked into the kitchen. Gross. I know. She chased that motherfucker, though, She right? did. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. She said that it was all black, just like the other shadows that she had seen, but this one was really dense. It wasn't fleeting. It was solid that it blocked the light coming in from that other room that it ran into just for a second before it disappeared into it. So that's why at first she didn't realize like, oh yeah, I didn't see any details or any color or any clothing. She just thought someone had broken in. Yeah. So it goes running into the house. She chases after it because she's worried about her kids. Nothing. The house is empty. Yeah, that's gross. I know. I know it is. Now, um, her next significant experience, the house catches on fire. Mm. Yeah. Um, How did this happen? She claims that it was actually a very major fire. It did destroy quite a bit of the house, not the whole thing. Did it burn down her breakfast room? It started started, uh, from a, I guess, a shorted TV that had been installed along what she called the Wall of Shadows, that same wall Uh where she saw most of the shadows in the house. That happened to be where a TV was that was having some electrical problems. You don't usually hear about TVs causing fires, but that's what happened. So she and her daughters had to be out of the house for like six months while repairs were being made. So a week after the fire, she said that she stopped by the house after work to grab some stuff. Um, She said she went around the back. There was a big hole in the wall from the fire. Mm -hmm. She could see into the house. Specifically, she could see straight to the basement door which had been closed when she left it. But when she walked up to the back door, it was wide open. Mm, vagrants. Right. So she's coming home from work. It's after five, the sun's starting to set. She said it was almost dark out. There wasn't a whole lot of light and she's staring at this basement door and it's just absolutely pitch black. And she got this terrible feeling like she was being watched and like it was unsafe for her to go in the house. So at first, feeling afraid she instead felt very angry because what she what that meant to her was that the evil spirits quote unquote that Uh she had made leave before that had disappeared but she made them go away telling them they weren't and they weren't welcome had come back since she wasn't in the house anymore Mm -hmm. so she made it very clear out loud that they still weren't welcome it didn't matter whether or not she was in the house and she decided not to go in that night. She left. She went back into her car, went back to wherever she and her daughters were staying. 
decided to leave without entering the house. But the next day, she does come back because uh, she still needed those things. Right. <laughs> so uh, she goes in. It's still after work because it's, you know, that's just how it had to be. Still around sunset. Uh, and she described the house as full of shadows. She felt that the shadows in the house were stirred or disturbed. And she wasn't sure if that was because the fire had happened or there was construction going on. So there were a lot of strangers in it. She didn't know what to make of it. It just felt like like things were, I guess what she said, just disturbed in the house. Mm-hmm. It felt like, you know, ugh, like this is chaotic. I need to leave. So she grabbed what she needed. She left right away. And uh, weeks later, while repairs were still underway, people actually broke into the house ah. to steal all the newly installed appliances there in the kitchen. <laughs> all those fuckers. <laughs> so while there were signs of a break-in that was very evident and all of the appliances had been removed from their original places, they were all left by the back door mm. and not taken at all. At the end of the story that she writes, she says that even to this day, she and her daughters joke around that while it's, uh, it's a little creepy, at least it's convenient. <laughs> yeah. The house is guarded by, you know, these creepy yeah. shadows that scare people away and they still get to keep their new stove and fridge. Yep. I mean, at least there's that. Mm-hmm. Fuckers. If nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of my, that's the end of my, my story. That's yeah. the long one. That's all I got. I would have, I would have, I mean, I, I can't say because I didn't feel what she felt, but like hearing it, I would have went in the house and been like, yo, like get the fuck out. I would have been so oh, angry. Oh, I would have been pissed. I would have been so angry. If I see my fucking door open, you kidding me? Hell no. Well, first of all, I'm always strapped and always have at least one knife on me. <laughs> and I would have been knife out in that bitch, ready to stab. You got your neighbors like with periscopes staring into the house through the, oh, like, the fire holes. Yeah, like, I don't Like, oh my care. God, what the fuck's he doing? It's nothing. You're just like, what? Oh, I'm just, I'm like I said, I always have a knife on me and I, I would have went in fucking knife swinging mm-hmm. been like, if you're, if you're in this house Shooting holes and I don't know you're here, renovated home. Oh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> if you're in this house and I don't know that you're here, me cutting you won't mean a thing. Mm-hmm. Won't mean a thing. I can legally, I can cut you. <laughs> and so here we go. Oh, I would have charged. I would have slammed that door shut. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Would have been bad. Yep. Although if it was if it was a legitimate like demon thing, I, I would have died. I, it would have looked like I killed probably. myself or something. Probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably. But it would have been badass. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been like what was that that horror movie with the mirror, where the mirror was Oculus. evil. Oculus, where it made them like see things that weren't true. Yeah. Like with uh, like, like she thought she was killing like a zombie or a monster or something, and it was yeah. actually her brother or whatever. Yeah. No, with, spoiler was, alert. Was it, sorry. Is it Katie? Katie Seagal. Her I, name? I have zero idea. A oh, redhead, her whatever. Her name Starbuck. Was. No. Yeah, Starbuck played their mom. No, maybe she played the mom, yeah. but I don't mean the Katie mom. Katie Sackoff. That's the name. <laughs> Katie Sackoff. But yeah, so like like Oculus, you would have thought you were like 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 scratching bugs off of your chest or something, and you're actually just killing yourself. You're just killing yourself. Yeah, yeah that that would have happened to me. Uh-huh. Yeah, they would have been like, damn, like this guy slit like every single artery he had. Yeah. <laughs> Conveniently, no there's like a really large, scary spider over a, every major artery. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'd cut that spider too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's everything. That's what I got. We have our own experiences with, this is true. with these. This is true. These shadow, I actually, I entities. actually had a really creepy thing happen tonight. Okay. Yeah. I was 
hauling ass home uh-huh. because I left the date that I was on with about eight minutes to spare before we had to start recording. Mm, mm, interesting. Yes, yeah. I'm suddenly recalling that. Luckily, I was only about four minutes away. <laughs> so I was hauling ass home when, as I'm driving, I heard, and mind you, I'm going about 45, 50 miles an hour. Yeah. And I heard a very, very loud, distinct, like, knock on my window. Huh. Like, very loud, like, duh, 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 like, on the window of my car. Yeah, while you're driving? As I was driving. And I stopped, and I was like, the fuck was that sound? And I'm, and then, like, I, like, became, like, conscious of the fact that I'm like, dude, I'm going so fast. Like, who the fuck could knock on my window? Yeah. I mean, even if you threw a rock at my car, like, it would hit once. You sure it wasn't your door malfunctioning again? I'm positive. Okay. It was a knock on the glass. And I'm sitting there, and it, it took me a few moments to realize, like, oh, like, if that was legitimate, a knock on the window, that would have to be inside the car. Ew. Yeah. Gross. I know. And- So not only is your, I, is your Ford Focus, like, yeah. totally fucked. Totally. Uh, but it's also it's haunted. It's also haunted. <laughs> yeah. Well, because, like, I was sitting in my car for about an hour and a half before yeah. I was even driving. Yeah. So- there was no one in the car. Yeah. You know, I know that for a fact. And let alone, there was four loud, distinct knocks rapidly up upon my window in the car. Upon your chamber door. Yes. Just wrapping away. And nothing more. <laughs> no. And yeah, so I, you know, came upon a red light, looked around, mm-hmm. nothing in the car still, and was like, okay, well, I know you wouldn't fit in the trunk because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Because so, I've tried? Dude, my trunk is so small. <laughs> you can't fit shit in there. You can't even fucking groceries in my trunk. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean... Moral of the story. Don't ever buy a Ford Focus. I mean, that is definitely... Actually, straight up, just don't buy a Ford fucking <laughs> ever. This is, like, I don't care if Ford ever gives me money to promote them. I never will. I hate Ford. Ford has fucked me too many times. Yeah, yeah don't buy a Ford, people. Mm-hmm. God. All right. Well, it is time for a break. Break time. I think I'm going to have another slice of some margarita pizza. Sounds good. Margarita. I have to tell you about some like super cringy stuff I discovered. Oh, I fucking love cringy stuff. We're on a break time. It's time for the break. Yeah, see, I added the simple syrup and yeah. it's better. It's not good. It's because there's not a lot of flavor with it. It'd be better with gin. Gin soda would be better because there's a little more flavor in gin. Vodka is just plain as fuck. I don't think so. See, the vodka tonic is really good. Um, maybe you could have put some bitters, although oh. I don't think that would have been great. I don't know. Uh, you could have put some. You're talking uh, about the Angostura? Yeah. You could have put some. I have Grand Marnier. Marnier. No, I don't want to add more alcohol to it. It's flavored liqueur. It's orange liqueur. So it would have given it some flavor. Mm, no. Basically, it's like triple sec. The strength is fine. I don't think it needs to be stronger for me. Well, it would barely make it stronger. It would just add flavor. Uh, I don't know. You're the alcohol expert. Do you think that would make this better? No, I don't. Then why are you suggesting it? Because you could do this. But why would I? I don't know if it's a drink or not. It just doesn't sound like it would be a drink. It doesn't matter if it's a drink. 
Would it taste good? I don't know. I don't think so. Idiot. But it could. And she told me quick, I sucked a your dick. Now give me that backstage pass. pass. I do not want, want you, you Rody. I want KG's chode. We have to mute the mics for this next part. Oh my God, what's happening? Mysteries. <sighs> so, on my date, okay, right, that I just got back from, Yeah. we were talking about church mm. and whatnot, you know, and I had, I had told her, you know, that I don't really have one as of now, right? Not vibing with any any church that I've been to. Mm-hmm, but, you mm-hmm. know, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm not like actively looking. So that makes sense why, <laughs> right. why there isn't one. But I told her, I was like, you know, like uh, still, you know, I, may, I make sure that, you know, every Sunday morning I, I watch uh, Joel Osteen and, you know, make sure I donate my money to him. Mm-hmm, and then I went mm-hmm. back to eating my French fries and she was silent. And it was silent for dead quiet. Yeah. For a little too long. (laughs) And I was like smiling and I was like, Hey, you know, I'm kidding. Right. And she was like, dude, like I was about to get out of this car. right now. I'm really excited to play D&D this Saturday. Oh, yeah. It has been way too long. I know. It's been like, what, been at least a month, and then it was like a month before that. And mm-hmm. Stuff just keeps getting in the way. Makes me so sad when we can't play. Yeah. Like everyone's like, oh. We have a wedding to go to. Yeah, I know. And then Terry's like, oh, I don't feel good. I'm sick. I can't, <laughs> I can't properly host our game. <laughs> this weekend, there should be no excuses. None. Yeah, I, because we're playing an evil campaign. So this game, we're playing evil characters. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm discovering depths of my personality. I didn't know we're there. Ah, <laughs> yeah, even when I play good characters, like my personality just seeps through and they do evil shit all the time. Okay. What the hell is happening? Something not chill is happening. Tally is chewing, chewing a bone or some shit. What is that? Ew! Ew, it is a bone! Tally, stop it! No! Oh my god, go get a paper towel. Wait, how does she have a bone? Go get a paper towel! We- I don't know. Oh my God! No! Tally, no! Tally, stop it! Stop it! No! I don't want to touch it, Jacob. It's an animal bone. Grab it! What the oh. hell is that? Thick ass bone. That's man. a fucking bone, Jacob. That's a rib. Ew! Uh, I'm. What do you think? You're better than me. I know you. I know I'm better than you. <laughs> What, you think you're wicked smart or some shit? I'm wicked fucking smart. You sick bastard. (laughs) Don't you talk to my husband like that, you sick bastard. Dude, this drink tastes like ass. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, this tastes like shit. (laughs) 
<laughs> I tried to make it sweeter and it it's not good. I still, it tastes like I take a sip and I'm like, ooh, this is okay. And no. then it's like, mm. it tastes like one of those like off brand artisan lime waters, you know? No. I called it a vodka soda. You did. Yeah. I made a vodka soda, but I poured a white claw in it. <laughs> that sounds disgusting. It wasn't bad. So I couldn't help but notice you didn't drink the fucking tea I made for you. I did. No, there's still some in there. Yeah, there's still some in there because it got cold. What am I supposed to do? You drink iced tea. Yeah, but I don't drink lukewarm tea. It's not even warm. It's cold now. You said cold. I don't drink room temperature tea. <laughs> it's not going to be colder than the room temperature. You still temperature. drink iced tea when it's not ice cold anymore. False. Now be gone, Tally Goral. Go. Go on. That's a good girl. Okay. Is she going to, she go straight to you or she lay down? She rubbed her body against my knee like a whore and then laid down on like the floor. Like a whore. <laughs> and then she laid down on the floor right by my feet. Like you shouldn't trust someone you've only spoken to for like three days yes. on the internet. Yes. I'm like, dude, like if I go on like two dates, I don't trust you yet. First of like, all, it's like you question her judgment for being like, hey, dude, I don't know. Is it? totally cool if I just come and stay in your house? Like, what if you're a rapist or a fucking weirdo? That's what I'm saying. She's not thinking about that at all. That makes her sound crazy. What if What if I'm a fucking serial killer? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yes. I could have easily killed you. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. It's, yeah. Then I went on Hinge. <laughs> oh, actually, before that, I downloaded Coffee Meets Bagel, which was horrible. Yeah. What the hell is that? It sounds horrible and it was horrible. Coffee Did not meets enjoy bagel. It. it sounds great to me. I love coffee and bagels. That's why I got it. You <laughs> do. You know which one to play. I saw it. Yep. His face. Go ahead and bust those out, bitch. Go ahead and bust the tits out now. Go ahead and bust the tits out, baby. Congratulations on the house, Tom and Martha. I really hope you enjoy it. Oh, well, thank you so much for helping us through this process. Yeah, we really do want to thank you. Oh, listen, it's my pleasure. It's really been my pleasure. Did you get the copies I faxed over those contracts to you? We sure did. And listen, uh, Alan, we, I, we just can't thank you enough for helping us with this. Listen, it's what I do. And if you ever need any help again, feel free to reach out. I'm so happy we could close this deal. I know you're going to love your new home. I'm sure we will, too. And then Tom and Martha are going to move into that house. They're going to get those boxes, get their little U-Haul, put the little boxes in every room. Got it written on there with the permanent marker. Living room, bathroom, nursery. Oh, little Tom's on the way. And then after a few weeks, Tom and Martha have settled into their new home. All the boxes are unpacked. They're out by the curb. Craigslist post, free boxes. Pick up. They open up and find a nice Bordeaux. Get their new Bordeaux bowls out. Pour it in there and swish it around. 
So 2009, very good. They need to celebrate. What the fuck? <laughs> this guy is so weird. Just wait. Hey, Tom. What's up, baby? I'm so happy we've taken this journey together. Me too, sweetie. Great job unpacking those boxes, by the way. Thanks so much, thank you. How are you enjoying this Bordeaux? Some of the best I've had in a long time. And you know, I wouldn't want to share it with anyone else but you. You know, I appreciate that. It's also funny that you say that, Tom. <laughs> Why is that, Martha? Mind handing me your cell phone, Tom? Oh no, Tom. Sure. Why? Why do you want to see my cell phone? Just wondering if you'd mind handing it over, just for a moment. I mean, it's a trap, Tom. Okay. Um, here you go. What's the password? What are you doing, Martha? Why are you acting like this? What's the password, Tom? Eight three eight two. Eight three eight two. Okay. Let's just go over here to your messages, shall we? Okay, Martha, you're being ridiculous. Oh, am I? Am I, Tom? Well, if I'm being ridiculous, then you won't mind me going into your messages right now, will you? Martha, I don't know what you're trying to do, but please just let it go. <laughs> you're hilarious, Tom. You're hilarious. Hey, I've got a question for you. Who the fuck is Denise? Okay, Martha, now, I, 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 I know what this looks like. Oh, you do, do you? You know what it looks like? Oh, let me tell you what it looks like. It looks like a pair of tits on your phone. Are you fucking this woman, Tom? Okay, let's just, let's just start over. I can explain. Oh, what do you have to explain? Yeah, why don't you go ahead and explain it to me, Tom? Explain what Denise's fat tits are doing on this phone. I, 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 I look, look, this from a long time ago. A long time ago. Yeah, last Tuesday sure is a long time ago, Tom. Long time ago last Tuesday. All right, Martha, you're getting upset. Am I? Am I getting upset? Okay. I don't deserve to be treated like this. I unpacked all of these fucking boxes. And now you're sleeping with this bitch! All right, first of all, Denise isn't a bit... Excuse me? <laughs> I, I didn't mean to say... Oh, you meant to say that. You meant to say that, you fucking pig. Get out. We just... I don't have any... Get out! Tom's all alone. Tom's all alone. Tom's all alone. Tom's all alone. Tom fucked Denise. Tom's all alone. Poor little Tom. Okay. Wow. That was a good long break. You feel yes, good? Feel I good do. About that? Yeah, I feel good. I'm ready. Long break. Yeah. Spin this wheel, shall we? We shall. I'm all spinner. Oh, that oh, fucking sucked. How about you use your man strength? I didn't, I didn't spin it properly. 
It didn't even, it wasn't even loud here. I need to angle the microphone towards the, I'm going to, it's, oh. I think you were holding the microphone a little too close. It was a little too close. It's a little loud. Maybe I'll, I'll move the microphone next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, see, this is one, this is one that I like. This wheel spin, we, we created this one at the beginning of the wheel spins and it has yet to be spun upon okay. the wheel. Okay. Childhood crush. Oh, well, childhood crush. Childhood crush. Um, well, you spun it. So, I mean, does anything come to mind for you? Well, that depends. Define childhood. Are we, are we, are we speaking, speaking like celebrity childhood crush? Are we speaking like biggest celebrity childhood crushes? I would say. All right. When I was a child, big, big crush on Selena Gomez. Mm Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Right. Wizards of Waverly Place. Absolutely. Just popping. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think first childhood crush would probably be uh, the pink Power Ranger. Kimberly, yes. Yeah. Terry was also a fan. Yeah, she was just rocking, mm-hmm. you know, and my little four-year-old ass was into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who else, celebrity-wise? I mean... People were really into that uh, the female chipmunk from um, Tailspin. I think it was I Tailspin. I have no idea what that is. Oh, uh, you're too young for that? I... Uh, Maybe. Sadness. Okay. Uh, do you remember the chick with the, the red head with the side ponytail and the crop top in uh, Pokemon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People were into her. The other dudes were into her. Yeah. Um, eh. Jessica Rabbit. Eh. Really? It was never it was never like, oh, Jessica Rabbit. But those boobies, they're so big. I don't like boobs. Not a big fan of boobs. Well, she also, she had a big old booty too. See, the booty might have got me, but I was probably too young to actually appreciate it. Appreciate the yeah. booty. Your, your, your palate hadn't matured. Yeah. Okay. Well, my childhood crush, my very right. first childhood celebrity crush was, God, what, why am I? Oh, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Oh, fucking Val Batman. Kilmer in Val Batman. Kilmer. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, in yeah, this yeah, yeah. scene, because uh, fucking, what's her name is in there? The Australian actress. She's been in so much. I don't know how, I don't even know what to choose for Australian. you to remember her. Yeah. Who did she play? She's married to Keith Urban. She was- Nicole Kidman? Nicole Kidman, yeah. Nicole. You forgot Nicole Kidman? Yeah. She's married to Carl Urban? Keith Urban, oh, the country singer. There we go. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> How did I not know this power couple existed? Yeah. No, it's she's Keith, not Urban. Keith it's Urban. Keith Urban. She's married to Keith yeah, Urban. Not a power couple. Continue. <laughs> I mean, it depends on who you ask. Uh, but anyway, uh-huh. uh, she was the love interest. She was the reporter. But there's this scene where he like shows up in her apartment when she's just apparently in a really horny mood. Ah. And he has his like, his like plastic abs are just like super popping. Yeah. And she goes up and she like rubs them uh-huh. in like slow motion. She like she's puts like, her oh. cheek up against them and everything. And Feel she's like, cool oh that my fucking God, uh, oh my fucking God, Batman. <laughs> your, your carbon fiber abs yeah. are so hot. <laughs> and I remember being so young that that didn't make sense to me, but I really wanted to watch it over and over. And it like played in my brain later on, like when I, it just didn't make sense. And I was like, why do I keep thinking about that? And I had no idea that Val Kilmer had awakened my womanhood. What about Val Kilmer in Heat? Boo. He had a ponytail. Yeah, that <laughs> literally seeing him in Heat was when my crush on Val Kilmer ended. Oh, uh, poor Val Kilmer. Yeah, but then I saw The Matrix. And Val Kilmer is not in The Matrix. Keanu Reeves is though. Oh, you were into Keanu. And then Keanu replaced Val. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then you watched, what was it? Lost in Translation. Nope. 
Glass House. Was that the one? Who are you thinking of? Keanu Reeves. I don't know which which shitty com or rom- He wasn't in either movie. of those movies. Wow. Oh, you mean Lake House? Oh, that's the one. With Lake Sandra House. Bullock? Yeah. Yeah, no. 11-year-old me was super into that. Okay. What about uh, Dracula? Brom Strokers. <laughs> <laughs> God, I did it again. <laughs> He's not a stroker. Stokers. <laughs> Bram Stoker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Bram Stoker, whatever. Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> wow, you made me like witch cackle laugh. <laughs> um, no, he uh, he just remained hot to me. Uh, I saw him in even even his even his English accent. Fuck no, that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't okay. But it was it was all right for me because at least he was still hot and his okay. As far as I can remember, he didn't have a ponytail, or at least he didn't have enough screen time for me to remember him having a ponytail. In Dracula. What about John Wick? He could easily make a little ponytail out of that out of that hair. Yes, but Keanu Reeves doesn't do it for me as much now. And I think it is because of the hair. If he just gave himself a haircut, I mean, he'd be back in. Well, he will be because scheduled to come out next year, it probably won't be next year now, mm-hmm. but was supposed to be on the very same weekend, in the very same month, in the very same summer. Uh, um yeah was supposed to be john wick chapter four and the matrix four wow which means that keanu would have the long hair of john wick and the short hair of neo and you, you think would he would have cut twice. his hair for his role as neo absolutely i would have you don't think he would have slicked it back like trinity style short yeah okay well yeah i mean that's my answer it was first it was val kilmer in batman was it Batman Forever? No, Batman Forever was George Clooney. George Clooney. Can't forget those fake I, nipples. I wasn't that into George Clooney's Batman Forever. Batman, I mean. I think Val Kilmer was the Batman. I had a little girl crush. Or something like that. On uh, Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. I was a big fan. No, no, no. I was a big fan of, uh, who is Poison Ivy? Oh, shit. Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. Yeah. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uma Thurman is Poison Ivy. Yeah. Definitely. For sure. Definitely. For sure, for sure. I was also a huge, huge fan of Lucy Liu in Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lucy Liu rocked my world. She had that scene where she's like supposed to be incognito, but she's dressed as like a slutty teacher with yep. like a crop for some reason. Yep. I think every every female out there has a little girl crush on Lucy Liu because she also seems like super cool. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know that anybody replaced Keanu. It was Keanu was top tier for a really long time. I think those are my answers. Val Kilmer and Keanu Reeves. All right. Emma Roberts has, has since replaced um, is it Selena Gomez. Yeah. Yeah. Hermione. Hermione. Uh, that's Emma Watson. 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 Oh, Roberts is. Uh, Emma Roberts. Right, right, right. She's um, American Horror Story. Yes. She was Nancy Drew. Oh, shit. She was. Yeah, she was. Yeah. She probably doesn't want to admit that she was. I don't want to admit that she was. <laughs> yeah. I would say but in the child, very beginning, it was Selena crush. Gomez. You didn't have anybody else but Selena. I mean, there was Selena. I mean, what about uh, Vanessa Hudson? Is that her name? Hudgens. Hudgens. No, never a big fan. The High School Musical chick. No. Okay. Like now, yes. Then no. Okay. What about? Uh, I think it was like middle school when that commercial with Paris Hilton eating a hamburger on top of a car came out. Oh, Carl Jr. We're super into Paris Hilton after that. No, I never liked Paris Hilton either. What about, uh, what about, um, because I know you're into her now, but 
I imagine she was still pretty big and when we were kids. Uh, damn it. What's her name? Um, she played Storm. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Halle Berry is one Halle of those Berry. one of those actors. She is undoubtedly hot, but never never a big crush of mine. Okay. Okay. Kind of like Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. You can't deny. Super she's hot. she's got it. Right? Just never never a big crush. Yeah, no. I feel the same way about Brad Pitt. A lot of girls I knew, a lot of mm -hmm. like adult women, you know, pubescent teenage girls right. that I was friends with at the time as well were super into Brad Pitt. I thought he was hot. Yeah. I just, he never became a, a super crush. There is one that I think was insanely hot and I I get I get dissed on in this house when I bring this up. Who? That is Angelina Jolie in the movie Wanted. Yeah. Yeah. You I, hate I you hate you. on you hate on that. I hate on that. But because she Because you smoking. didn't say Angelina Jolie in Tomb Raider. Well, Angel I mean Angelina Jolie in general, but the tattoos in Wanted just had me. Boo. I'm a big fan of tattoos. She had them. And man, did yep. she, she looked it's great. True. You see her walking away out of that little wax bath. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Uh, I just was not into the that. The dark, edgy makeup. I'm into it. But in Tomb Raider, goddamn. I said goddamn. <laughs> yeah. Great. Great. Well, childhood crushes, you basically heard them all. I was a, I was a big fan also of... Uh, I think I said Kate Beckinsale. You did from the Underworld movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All the all the boys wanted her. All the girls wanted to be her. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Mm -hmm. Can you think of anyone else? Man, I don't know. Oh, uh, I had a really big crush on Simon Pegg. What the fuck? <laughs> Simon Pegg. Yeah. From what? What the fuck would Shot trigger of that? The dead. Absolutely not. I liked him. He is, oh shit, I was about to, he's a dweeby, dad bod looking motherfucker. And I just explained your husband. <laughs> <laughs> Terry's not dweeby. Right. <laughs> anyway, I saw him in Shaun of the Dead and I really liked him. And then I saw him in Hot Fuzz and I really liked him. Great, both great movies. And awesome he, movies. he did great in them. Yes, he did. But you are definitely in the minority of thinking that he looked great in them. I thought he was. Tally. I thought he was foin. No. I was like, damn, Simon. Don't look at me while you wag your tail. Go away. You made the mistake of saying her name. You cursed yourself. The only way to get her Tally, to go, go away down. is to say her name backwards. I laughed. <laughs> As she's like, oh. <laughs> she no, go away. Go on. Go lay it down. It didn't work. Abort. All right. Well, that, I mean, that's basically our wheel spin here. Yeah, I think we All got right. it. We answered it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into to my uh, ghost story, which the memo that I received about the episode was more like you know paranormal story. Is that what you got from what I said when I said ghosts? Yeah, that's what you heard. Well, I heard you say ghosts, and then I was like, well, I would much rather do like possession. Mm, yeah, right. Which hey, who knows? It could be a ghost. You know, I mean, I don't know how possession works. So I mean, I, I think expert. I've got an idea. Well, I, I just think that as far as like my interest goes, possession and exorcisms just kind of supersede ghosts for me. I don't know. It's kind of like saying, it's like saying, uh, when you remember when Michael Scott does improv? Right. And he's like, you know, I figure improv is kind of like, how can you beat everybody else? And there's nothing that makes a scene cooler than the person who whips out a gun. Right. So everybody's being super funny and interesting and he just pulls out a gun and holds everybody hostage. 
Because that's the ultimate cool. Yeah, I feel like that's what you did. I don't think so. And I think you're being kind of a dick. So (laughs) (laughs) anyway, I will be talking about the exorcism of Anna Eklund. Oh, I know this one. Do you? I do. Makes sense because it is one of the most well-documented exorcisms that happened before like, you know, video and camera and stuff like that was like big. Anna Eklund, um, did you read it all? Was she the inspiration for the exorcism exorcism of Emily Rose? No, she was the inspiration for the exorcism of Anna Eklund, which was a movie that they made in Britain. Okay, no, Uh, I just know- Anna Eklund is not actually her real name. Yeah. I did read the real name, but uh, it just didn't seem important to me to say because Anna Eklund was just like the pseudonym that they made for her. Yeah. and that. Everyone knows the name Anna Eklund. Yeah. If, I mean, if you look up exorcisms no, they, and they, stuff. They, hid, they changed her name in a lot of different things. I thought Emily Rose was one of them because that's also not a real name, I didn't think. Maybe, maybe not. From what I read, she inspired the film The Exorcism of Anna Eklund. So, okay. I, there's no, a, no, I there's, knew there were, there, there's a lot of different movies. I mean, that were like I said, it's one of the most well-documented exorcisms. Mm-hmm. So, Is this the one that has audio recordings? There are I've, no audio recordings because I've this is in some. the early 1900s. Okay. So there are, it, like I said, it's the most well-documented before- But I don't think this is the one I'm thinking of. Before there was actual recording equipment. Yeah. And it's well-documented because there were there have been many books written about it. Were there pictures for this one? There were no pictures. Okay. Yeah, cameras, it's, definitely, it's definitely not the one I'm thinking cameras of. Cameras were not a thing. Right. Well, they were a thing, I mean, I, but- I thought they were, but it's fine. It's you. You didn't. You didn't take a photo of someone laying in their bed while they're being exercised, type of thing. Right. You that makes took sense. a photo of them after you made them up and put them in nice clothes, and they were yes. already dead. Yes. So we are going to be in Marathon, Wisconsin, in 1882. Ah. That is when Anna Eklund was born, and again, that is a pseudonym. That is not her real name. They gave her the name Anna Eklund. Uh, in like, you know, the exorcism books that Protect she's in. Protect her privacy and yeah. her family and stuff. So her father, Jacob Schmidt. Ah. Yes, he is another Jacob. Uh, kind of a dick though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, her mother was unknown. She died earlier on and it just wasn't a part of- The actual their, story. Their history, what happened to her, yeah. Like, like her mother just didn't matter when it came to this whole exorcism. And that's how- She wasn't related re- to right. this this event. And they were German immigrants. Okay. Moved from Germany to Marathon, Wisconsin. And Anna had only an elementary level education. She did not continue school past that point. Okay. Which I feel like doesn't surprise me, being the late 1800s. Right, education not being as accessible, that stuff. She was a devout Catholic, right? Always, you know, Sunday school, first communion, that whole whole spiel. Mm Mm-hmm. But in 1896, when she was 14 years old, she started experiencing severe problems while she was attending church. Okay. She described that she felt compelled to destroy holy water fonts. Mm -hmm. She felt a physical need to harm priests. Okay. And she had an extreme difficulty taking communion. All right. She felt physical pain and disgust and nausea from taking communion. Right. She also began showing signs of depression and she had, quote, unhindered sexual thoughts. 
How do they know about her thoughts? Did she just I'm tell people assuming, she had them? I'm assuming she told her priest or father or someone. Okay. I mean, she's admitting to them that, you know, hey, every time I see a priest, I just want to like strangle him or something. I just want to murder him yeah. and then like fuck his corpse. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Unhindered sexual thoughts. I mean, that's, it could be anything. Yeah. Really. Uh, so she was taken to see many doctors over the next few years and all of them said that she was suffering from either hallucinations, nervous spells, or just straight up pure hysteria. Hysteria. Hysteria was a big one. Some doctors said like, she's perfectly healthy and absolutely normal in every way. Like she's making it up, mm -hmm. right? It's believed that her father, Jacob Schmidt, was sexually abusing her. Oh no. Yes, until the early 1900s, when Anna's aunt Mina moved in with them and became Jacob's mistress. <gasps> oh my God, I do her, remember that. I remember her mother's this sister yeah, yeah, yeah. moved in and mm -hmm. they became her, his mistress. Now, I don't know if it was like against Mina? their, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was against their like culture to like marry your widow's sister. sister. I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. No idea. That kind of just sounds like a normal thing for that time. You yeah. Know? I don't know. Anyway, uh, in 1908, it's believed Anna Eklund was still dealing with all of this shit. This bullshit at home and right. stuff. It's been going on now for 12 years. Mm -hmm. Just there's nothing they can do about it. And so 1908, uh, Mina, her aunt, began the process of cursing Anna. Mm -hmm. And she did this by placing magical herbs in Anna's food and drinks mm -hmm. to, you know, sort of poison her or infect her with her curse. Yeah. Right? Yes. And many in the area believed Mina to be a witch. Mm -hmm. So. I remember that part of the story. Yes. So it could just be that Anna was, in fact, just having some sort of hysteria, some sort of breakdown. Understandably, whatever. if and she's being abused by her father. her witch aunt was, you know, in a, in a witch in at least what Christians believe or Catholics in, in this case, mm -hmm. uh, witches make deals with Satan. Right. And so possibly she saw that her niece was weak uh, mentally mm -hmm. in a weak mm -hmm. state and knew that she could take advantage of that in some way. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Who's to say? But in 1912, the church saw fit to have an exorcism performed on Anna. Father Theophilus Reisinger was called. Theophilus. Theophilus. <laughs> yep. Theophilus Reisinger was called, and he is an extremely interesting individual. Ooh, in a bad way? No, 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 no. Like, I need to read more about him. Ooh. It could be a bad way. I don't know. Okay. But he, when I was reading, he was, and I believe to this day, uh, responsible for the most exorcisms performed by a by an individual in the United States. Father Theophilus? Father Theophilus Reisinger. Ooh. Yes. He is one of the only exorcism experts to ever be in the United States. Mm -hmm. um, so like, that's interesting, very interesting. I think in his life, he performed like 40 something exorcisms. Wow. He's written many books mm -hmm. on exorcisms and I need to read up on this guy because okay. he is interesting. So anyway, moving on, 
Uh, he served, uh, Reisinger, he served in New York, but he was exiled to Wisconsin after his arch, oh, I can't pronounce it, Dionysus. Dionysus? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> after his superior <laughs> uh, discovered his close relation. Archdiocese? Yes, diocese. The archdiocese. I, discovered, I, was, I was making fun of you because that's what you used to call well, uh, Diocese and Hassenkoft. Oh, hey. From episode uh, two. Yeah. It all circles back uh-huh. to, to Dyson and the woman. <laughs> uh, the the archdiocese, diocese, discovered his close relation to Marxists, and they were not down with Marxists, right? Okay. Because I guess Marxism goes against the Catholic Church. I don't really know. Don't know much about either, I guess. Yeah. yeah don't know enough. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So he was sent, he was exiled to Wisconsin because apparently Wisconsin was such a horrible place to be. Punishment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, and once he was in Wisconsin, he was assigned to the case of Anna Eklund. So he went to Anna's house, mm-hmm. right, to, because the church was like, hey man, like, in this, marathon. this chick is possibly possessed. We need to investigate, right? Mm-hmm. Which... If, if you've read up on exorcism at all, the church really doesn't do it often. It is, it is not a common occurrence. I have heard that. And even if someone is showing signs of possession, if they're not showing like specific signs, the church will not be involved. They'll chalk it up to mental illness yes. and have somebody else exactly. handle it, yeah. So like that's kind of a big deal that the church is investigating it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Reisinger goes to investigate and when he begins praying over Anna's, uh, I was gonna say body, but like over her, like she's in bed. She would become angry, very angry, very violent. And she would flinch constantly as he was praying, mm-hmm. which were, were some some big signs a sign. to right. him. And so he decided to perform some tests on Anna Eklund uh, to truly tell if she was possessed. Mm-hmm. So one of the most common signs of possession uh, that I learned about from Reisinger actually, okay. in one of his excerpts, was that a possessed person can speak fluently in almost every single language. Ugh. Yes. So obviously me and you can speak fluent English. We can speak very, very basic poor Spanish Mm-hmm. And then maybe like a little bit of some other stuff. French. Right. I know some French. I know a couple of words in like German and Russian and whatever. Yeah. Right. But not enough to actually like go and have a conversation anywhere in any yeah. of these languages except for English. Or And Spanish. A little bit of Spanish. So Anna was obviously fluent in English. Mm-hmm. And she knew some German. Right. Her family was German. She lived in a German like neighborhood. So she wasn't completely fluent. But she knew some German. She she could she could hold it. She could if you dropped her in Germany, she'd survive. That type of level. But she was more than fluent in German when Reisinger was speaking with her. She also was completely fluent in Latin, Hebrew, Italian, Polish, and many many other languages. Ugh. Basically, anyone who knew another language, they had come in and talk with her, and she was a fluently speaking with them. Yuck. Yes. So. Big sign. That's so weird. I wonder why that is. I don't know. Yeah, that's strange. I mean, if you think I, about that, that it, is something I hear yeah, well, pretty often when you hear like a, a really serious possession story. Yeah, well, if, if you think about it and if, if it is a real possession and it is a demon that is possessing, 
Demons have been around forever. The, basically the beginning of humanity. Well, sure, but you don't kind of, yeah, I don't know. I don't really imagine that they just know all, like that's not something that ever occurs to me. Why not? That they just know all languages? I don't well, know. I'm not that like they're just granted that knowledge, but That's, they you know, just have it. So like what? They you know exist forever. They just know everything. If you've been a, if you've been on Earth for what humans have been around for, for who the fuck knows? How yeah, long? I know, but like, I don't imagine them like you know. Hey, you know, in my spare time, I sit around with my my fucking Rosetta Stone. <laughs> no, but like they, if 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 a demon gets its kicks by like fucking with people, it's gonna follow people, and if people started in Africa, they will know that language there mm -hmm. because it needs to fuck with them. Then if they move to Rome, it needs to know that language to fuck with them. Why wouldn't it? Then it, you know, Egypt and it, it, they'll just keep following. It makes perfect sense to me why they would just be fluent in every language. It's not that it, it's not that it doesn't make sense to me. It's that it's just, it's weird. It is. And it's creepy. Yeah. The fact that this girl who has never heard Latin, Hebrew, Italian or Polish was completely fluent in all of them, mm -hmm. as well as many, many other languages, like they said. Yeah. <clears throat> Specifically Slavic. Really? They threw in there. And I think it's just because they had Slavic people in the area yeah. that could come and speak. Sure. Um, so, uh, Reisinger performed the next test, which was holy water. Okay. So, he had splashed Anna with holy water, and she reacted insanely violently mm -hmm. and was screaming in pain from the holy water splashing her, but he wasn't convinced, right? Because he was like, she can see me throwing holy water on her while I'm praying. Like if she was faking it, it would be an easy thing to fake. Right. So he had random non-church related items, uh, secretly blessed, soaked in holy water, the whole nine. And he had them brought into the room. And when they got near her, with these items, she would start freaking out. Weird. And if they touched her with it, she would scream in pain. Ugh. But he also, right, these random items, he also had a, like, 50-50. Half the items had nothing special about them at all. Right. It was just a random item. And she would only react. And to when it. they walked near her with it, nothing. Mm -hmm. And when they touched her with it, nothing. And it was every single time. Yeah. So, looks bad. Yeah. <laughs> looks, looks a lot like possession. Right, 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 right. So yeah, he he decided to move forward with the exorcism. Now- Wisdom. <laughs> right. And this is in 1912 when he moved forward and decided an exorcism must be performed and he knew how to do it. And so he, he did do it. Um, now he does not go into detail about what happens during an exorcism. He is a firm believer in that the Catholic church should be the ones to do it that Anyone who is not a part of the Catholic Church should not ever try to perform an exorcism. And therefore, the only people who need to know how to do them are in the Catholic Church and will know how to do them. So he does not go the into detail. The way the Catholics do anyway. Basically, the second that he says an exorcism is necessary, there is no more detail. That mm -hmm. is it. So I have no idea if, you know. Right. Job security. Anything happened <laughs> at all. But. He performed the exorcism on Anna Eklund, and she was freed from her possession. Oh. Yes. Happy story. In 1912. Then, in 1928, so this 16 is, yeah. years later, mm -hmm. she's now 30, Anna once again started showing signs of possession. Ah. She started getting slipped some herbs again. 
Who knows? Mm -hmm. Reisinger was again called, now having performed 18 additional exorcisms, and he confirmed that Anna was in fact possessed again. And that is where I'm gonna leave it for now. And this is simply because it's a long if story. I were to continue, this yeah. would go on for a long time. It's a long one. This is an insane, crazy story. And so the story of Anna Eklund will continue. Mm -hmm. And in addition to and as well as also the story <laughs> of Father Theophilus Reisinger. Because Theophilus. He is an interesting motherfucker. He wrote a book that is in translated. I think he wrote it in Latin or or German or something. Okay. It's it's a uh, be gone Satan. Ah. And it is it is like held as like or heralded or whatever you want to say as like basically like exorcism 101, like possession 101. Exorcism for dummies. Yeah. <laughs> like this is like the go-to book on how to like tell all the signs. Uh, oh, well, then know, it's a must. Like know what survival to do, guide. Like, we warnings. need it. Oh, I'm literally I'm going to buy in it. Case. Yeah. I'm going to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> like absolutely because I think that is insanely cool. So watch it, it be is, like, you know, they tend toward red sweaters. Not that you'd be able to tell. I was about to say, I was like, my weakness. <laughs> <laughs> Colors. Let me see. Actually, while we're here, let's go straight up to Amazon.com. Oh, wow. You're going to buy it right on the recording? Maybe. Oh, my God. It's right there. I put B-E-G and was like, be gone, Satan. Ew. That means it was listening. Uh, absolutely. Nasty. Oh, sorry. It was actually written by a guy named Carl Vogel. Oh. Uh, but he had interviewed um, Theophilus. Theophilus. Thesaurus Reiser. Yeah. Theophilus uh, Reisinger was just not a writer, mm. but Carl Vogel was. And so he wrote his all of his accounts down and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So the, the legitimate book is $847. What? Yes. This is like one of the OG books. That's a steal. Yeah, except I'm gonna buy Snap this, this paperback, Be Gone Satan, a soul-stirring account of diabolical possession in Iowa, which this was not in Iowa, but whatever. Prime, free one-day shipping for $6.95, baby. <laughs> ooh, ooh. That's more my style. <laughs> so let's just click that buy now button. Hell yeah. MasterCard, yep, that's the numbers. Swipe, it's gonna scan my face. Ew, Order has been placed. Recognition. It's gonna be here. So gross. Uh, in a couple of days. Mm -hmm. I can start reading it now if I wanted to. Kind of cool. Oh yeah, they have the preview. Yeah. You can read the download downloadable version. So it'll be here and I'm gonna read that motherfucker because <laughs> that is insanely cool. Very interesting, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so that, I mean, you that means I'm, next episode's gonna be about very much ghosts. I think again. we should just do it again. Yeah. yeah, why not? There's a lot to talk about. Mom wanted me to talk about shadow people. We did that this this go round. Next time, I think I'd like to talk about something really gross. Gross in the way that like, you and I say gross when something's really, really creepy. Yeah, gross things are like the movie Hereditary. Ugh. Ugh. Which yeah. was all in all. Disgusting. The best horror movie I've ever seen. Absolutely. And it's because thing. no other horror movie has made me feel that way. Yeah. Oh my God. It made me sick to my stomach. Fuck. But I'm so glad I saw it because like it was just something special. Like it was, it was horror on another level. It was. It played with your mind, but you also saw like, like legitimately terrifying things. Oh yeah. It was un like made you so uncomfortable. Got in your head. Dang. Yeah. Fuck that movie, mm -hmm. but also loved it. <laughs> like it's, it's like, it's like 
that movie is equivalent to me is like the most terrifying roller coaster you've ever been on. Like you're excited and happy that you went on this roller coaster. Right. But holy fuck, did you not think you were going to die three times? Mm -hmm. You know, like that's what this movie was. And it did the same thing with my fucking like adrenaline and like, like, oh man. Like it had me to the point, you and I do the same thing where we have to cover the bottom half of our face with something to feel safe. Yes, absolutely. And it made me do that like almost. Oh yeah. Like in the beginning, don't get me wrong, like stuff gets started kind of slowly, but as soon as, you know, something major happens to one major character, the rest is it. I, my face was covered the rest of the time. My, my hands were on my face that entire movie. Yeah. Almost mm-hmm. that entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. We like, luckily we watched it at home and not in a movie theater because it was constant like, Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> What's You're happening? Screaming. You're screaming at the TV. <laughs> yeah. Constant, constant. Like you stupid fuck. No, no. <laughs> like, Turn around. Yeah, like we were constantly screaming and yeah. it was so <laughs> horrifying. I will say, I think a close second to that was The Conjuring for me. The Conjuring was great. Yeah. Conjuring was great. Really, really good. Uh, well, hey, since that was a little short, I know the break was kind of long. My story was kind of long, but, you know, since we're at it, this is episode one still and it's October. It's the, it is spooky season. Uh huh. Let's talk about some horror movies we recommend. Oh, Okay. Well, definitely if you, if you, if you are not like super chicken or even if you're not, if you're not chicken at all, because like, like if you, if you, if you can't get through this movie, like I get it. Yeah, no, it's understandable. Hereditary. Well, hereditary, see a big, like a big thing for a lot of people, like the reason Terry won't watch it, Terry can't just cannot stomach when terrible things happen to kids. Right. And something happens to one kid in this (laughs) movie and it's really, really awful. Yeah. Um, and the rest of the movie is a result of that happening. Yeah. So it's, it's tragic and gut wrenching and awful. Um, but man, like that's, that is, that's the scariest movie I've ever seen for sure. Yeah. My, my jaw was wide open for like the entirety of the last like 10 minutes Mm -hmm. and it remained that way, like at the beginning of the credits. And I remember thinking like, Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I, I've never, most horror movies, you go in knowing that they're going to be bad movies. You're just going to have fun. Yeah. That was incredible. Another one, same thing, like you said, Conjuring. Incredible. The Conjuring. Fantastic. I will say something that, something that's at least top of the list. I don't know about ranking or anything. The Exorcist. The Exorcist fucked me up. I did watch it when I was about. Right. Six years old. It was very, very scary to me. Which would explain why it fucked me up so much. Very unsettling. Um, they did a really good job with their special effects, especially considering the time it was filmed. Uh, the exorcist is definitely up there. Um, I'd also say, I just thought of it and I can't remember now what it was. Um, as far as like insidious, insidious, I thought was insidious was awesome. Really well done. Also, Oh, it's right on like the tip of my tongue. As far as like really, really good and scary. Oh, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. We just talked about that. That's the one with Deborah Morgan. I don't remember her name, but it was I, I the sister the from Dexter. Name. That, her name is Deborah Morgan yeah. in the show. Yeah. That's that's the only way I know her. Yeah. Yes. 
yeah, she's in it. She does an amazing job. Yes. Um, and then, I mean, just general, like some classics for me to watch around Halloween time. Scream. One, two, three, and four, baby. Fuck that. The yes. first one, I'll watch. But the rest of them are just absolute garbage. No, scream so one, two, awful. three, and four. Great time. Great time. Mm-hmm. I love them. They're I love so them so bad. much. <laughs> I The classics for me are The Shining. Shining's good. Silence of the Lambs. Fantastic. There's something else. What's a really good one? Oh, would you say The Nightmare on Elm Street? Or A Nightmare on Elm Street? uh, I personally hate those movies. I don't know why, (laughs) but I hate them. Right, right. Okay, so, I mean, it's at least one of the scarier movies you've seen, I assume. Well, again, I think I saw it when I was about seven or eight years old. Yeah, but it had a huge effect on you, you know? Look, technically you did. (laughs) So... I'm, I'm not the reason you were so like. I thought Freddy Krueger was coming to kill me, and it was you trying to, you know, slam scare a window you and get you to unlock yeah, the whatever. laundry room door so that I could do my chores and go back. I was just upstairs. hiding out in the laundry room, Jessica. Um, let's see, what's another good horror film? I really love The Thing. The Thing is fucked up. Mm-hmm. The Thing is gross. I know those special the special effects, like animatronic, like aliens they make, are really, really cool but disgusting, just absolutely gross. like nightmare so fuel. So gross. Super, super gross. I don't know, anything else? I Oh, I love uh, um, a, a werewolf in London. An American An American werewolf, werewolf in, London. in London, yes. Um, I didn't think that was great. I like that one. As far as like being actually scared, oh, the Babadook. Oh God. The Babadook fucks me up a little bit. Yeah, not gonna lie. same. Ugh. Yeah, and I know it's, it's not technically a movie, but the yes, Haunting of Hill House. Oh, fucked me up. Yeah, that's for another months, one. That's for another, months. Mm-hmm. And I think we we did talk about this. Uh, we're going to keep this on the hush, guys, because hopefully she hasn't listened to this for a while. But uh, the date that I was on, she had talked about being interested in watching a scary show. And I was like, oh, you got to watch The Haunting Recommended of Hill House. The Haunting of Hill and House. And she currently does not live alone. But she's about to. She's about to live alone. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and she hasn't started it yet. And I know that she will soon. That's cruel. You have to watch it I, with her. I can't. I can't tell her not to watch it because it's one of my favorite shows that I've ever seen. So like, she's got to see it. But like, that shit fucked me up. Mm-hmm. I saw shit out of the corner of my eyes for months. Of course you did. Months, and I Honestly, know I she think will. The thing in that show, for those of you who have seen it, and this isn't a spoiler or anything, uh, the thing that messed me up the most that wasn't just like a really. Like not, not specifically like one of the character stories, but specifically a ghost, right? you know, cause it's, it's at the haunting of Hill house. You know, there's going to be stuff haunting it. Um, was the tall man. The tall man was weird as fuck. Tall man freaked yeah, me out. Creeped me out mm-hmm. for sure. Well, what I loved about the haunting of Hill house is I have always talked about, like if I was to make a horror movie, what would I do? And the thing that I've always said, always said is that in every frame of every scene, there is something scary happening, no matter what. Yep. Not everyone will catch it. Most probably won't. Mm-hmm. But in every frame, there is something happening somewhere mm-hmm. that is just fucked up. Mm-hmm. And the haunting of Hill House fucking did that. It's super, and it, super, super. At the well done. beginning, it was super, 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 super subtle. You really rarely, barely notice it. But then you notice it one time, and that is your undoing. Because then now, the glass shatters. Because now, and now you that's look all you see. It, yeah, and that is all you 
fucking see mm-hmm. in every frame of every scene, you're seeing shit in the background and you're fucking terrified. And now, you know, you go into your room and you know, you're going to get ready for your, you know, nightly routine before you go to bed and the corner of your eye, it lands right on your closet door mm-hmm. and it's open and you see shit standing inside your closet and you do like, this, like, and you like look over and there's nothing there, obviously, it's because this is real life. And yeah. you're just being a pussy. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is real life and not a fucking TV show. Yeah. But fuck, yeah. that show fucked me up oh, for man. so long. For sure, for sure, for sure. Yikes. No, I mean, honestly, like when it comes to like being like physically scared, Haunting of Hill House did it for me. Like even Hereditary, which I say is like probably the best horror movie I've ever seen. I wasn't scared after watching it. I, I slept like a baby. Didn't I matter. did not. Yeah. It screwed with me. No, I didn't give a shit, but I was perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's some, there's a lot of fun horror movies, you know, they're like, they're not fantastic. They're not great. Insidious was a fun horror movie to me. Insidious was fun. Like Oculus was fun. Yeah. Kind of, kind of trippy. I thought it was a really cool concept. Uh, Drag me to hell was a lot of fun. Oh shit. Drag me to hell. Yeah. Terry hates that one. Cause yeah. it, it grossed him it was, out. It was so a nasty much. movie. It was nasty. It was a nasty movie. Oh my God. One of the, I don't know why I loved it. It was really, really gross, but uh, it was um, The Evil Dead. Ew, I will not watch The New Evil Dead. You gotta. No, I will not. No. You have to. I won't. You watched Hereditary. It's not as bad as Hereditary. No, but it's gross. It's gross. I won't. It's like, I won't. It's a lot like Drag Me to Hell. I, I watched the Red Band trailer. (laughs) <laughs> and I vowed to never watch the evil. You Dead. saw you saw that like exorcism face yep. peeking out from like under the basement. Yep. And I <sighs> vow, I vowed to never watch it. And I am a man of my vows, Jessica. Super nasty. I will never watch. I the evil will Dead. get you to watch it now, at some point. You want to whip out the original Evil Dead movies? I'm down. I'm game. Those are so lame. I know. I watched them. By the way, it was Terry. Terry's brother is just, he's just got a hard on for like the really old movies, like the, the, the original yeah. stuff. And he's like, oh, it's it's actually really terrifying. Like, I think if you're a horror movie fan, you're going to love it. And I was like, all right. I was pregnant with Ryan at the time. It didn't not, have didn't have a lot terrifying. to do. I was like, I was trying to find something to spend my time with. I was like, I feel like watching a horror movie. And he was like, really? Everybody's, you know, going to bed early. You're going to be alone. And I'm like, I'm fine with that. And he was like, okay, well, you got to watch The Evil Dead, the first one. And I was like, okay, I really liked the remake. And he was like, yeah, but the, but the original's better. Like, isn't it always? And I'm like, I mean, maybe. Okay, sure, I'll watch it. I hated it. Yeah. They, it was more they're, they're It was very, more a very, comedy. They're very campy. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, sure, you sparked, like, something cool, but you were just shit. right yeah not great i i was not a fan of the original one i loved the remake though because it was just i won't do it i won't do it nothing you can say could convince me to watch it but for me it's the it was the acting was just well done i'm sure which i was not expecting Moving on to other fun movies. <laughs> Cabin in the Woods was a blast. Love Cabin in the Woods. Was a blast. That's a super blast. Love that movie. Yep. That was a good one. Really, really good. I'm trying to think of other horror movies. I can't think of a whole lot right now, but there's something. I uh, I love the Alien movies. <gasps> yeah. No. Well, the first Alien was more of a thriller. Sci-fi thriller, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Alien then, then aliens. aliens was more of a kind of the same more of an sci-fi, action sci-fi thriller action thriller yeah okay 
Um, and then, then they made like a couple of more movies and not great. Horrible. I ignore those. Um, but I really liked Alien Covenant. The newer ones are are far more Prometheus. Like, like, fuck I enjoyed. You in the mind. I wouldn't call that a horror movie though. Covenant, I would classify as horror. Covenant was Covenant fucked me up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, I remember like those jump scares were perfect. Really, really well done. They they got me. Mm-hmm. They got me. Yeah. I think that's it. I mean, that, that's that's all that's coming to mind at the moment. James Franco, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he did that on purpose, though. You I know, know he did. I know. But <laughs> yeah, like, no, that was that was a good movie. I'm trying to think if there's any more I can think of, like off the top of my head. Devil. Devil was fun. Devil was good. I had, I had a lot of fun with that one. That's yeah, the elevator I like that one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, I'm trying to oh, think. Oh, you know what? There is a TV show. I told you to watch it. You haven't yet. Um, it's called The Outsider. Oh, yeah. With, it's got Jason Bateman. Yeah. And a couple other people that you would recognize, but yeah, it, it's a weird show and it's so dark, so dark. Wow. Mm -hmm. Like I, I I couldn't binge it. Really? It was just creepy and like. It's one of those you need breaks from. Yeah. Okay. And so like, I, I just got back to that and I watched another episode. (gasps) I was like, oh, geez. Oh, I've got a great one. What? The Ritual. Oh, The Ritual was, I love that. I loved I that, that movie. That so was well. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The whole, that cause they, well. there was a psychological factor in that one you just were not, were not expecting. Uh, did you see As Above, So Below? Yeah. I loved that I movie. loved that one too. I thought that I was I loved fantastic. it. It made dad seasick. He couldn't watch it. Cause it's one of those, for those of you listening, it's one of those, uh, um, they, it, the movie plays like someone's holding a camera and yeah. they're recording on accident. Kind of like Cloverfield and like quarantine. Blair Witch, Quarantine. Quarantine yeah. was a good one. I liked Quarantine. As Specifically above, as, as above, above, so below. So below mm-hmm. Like I, I had read Dante's Inferno, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, or no, it's called The Divine Comedy. Yeah. And I was like, like it was cool, right? I didn't really care about it <laughs> personally, you yeah. know, because it was an Italian poem. It's, it's interesting. It's they, somebody's take yeah. on what hell might be, yeah. And watching that movie, like their entire inspiration was the divine comedy Mm -hmm. and like the symbolism everywhere was like blatant. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was done so well. And which if in in reality, it really wasn't a great movie. You know, it was a shaky camera, kind of poor acting type of thing. I enjoyed all of it, but I loved it and I do recommend it. Mm -hmm. And if you have like 30 minutes to read the Divine Comedy, you should just do that. Ew, you read it in 30? It's tiny. I know, but it was so slow for me. It's boring as fuck. Yeah, I just, I, I had but to take see, breaks from it because it was boring. It's boring as fuck because it it was written in Italian and then they translated it to English so it doesn't translate well. I guess, yeah, maybe that's it. I know, I gifted you my copy and you'd never read it. <laughs> <laughs> I started it, but then I put it down because I was like, this is boring. It, it doesn't take long to read. It's very short. Okay. Maybe not. I know I read it for a class, so that's the only reason why I had to read it, but yeah. Otherwise, everyone's heard the first few lines from, uh, in the original Italian from Ted Mosby. <laughs> yeah. That's where we got the whole farting, the mouth, <laughs> the, the hand farts. <laughs> whenever Kyle goes yeah, on his whenever, intellectual tangents. Yeah, whenever we get fucking ranted about, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to give him the hand fart. Oh, got to do it. You got to. You're not a good friend unless you unless you do. Damn, there was something I was going to bring up. I'm like, fuck, I can't remember what it was. It's gone. I lost it. Something I really wanted to bring up. Oh, no one would have cared, probably. 
You don't think so? No, I don't think anyone actually likes you that much. Oh, right. I'm definitely the the most liked. Yeah. People people love me. I've heard that. You know? Yeah. I just get emails constantly like, Jake, like, why don't you do your own thing and leave Jess behind because she's holding you back. Next episode. Yeah. Let's uh, let's think up um, some of the movies, horror movies that uh, make us laugh. That make us laugh. Yeah. Like next episode, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. Because that that's that's a different. It's they're still classified as horror, but it's a different experience. Yeah. Like there's, it's not creepy. You're just like cackling the all whole right. way through. All right. I'll I'll move Scream one through four to next week. <laughs> <laughs> then. Okay. <laughs> instead. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have gained respect for you. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I just love watching them. I love them so much. I, the first one I can laugh at the rest of them. It just, I don't know. I, maybe, maybe I'm just missing the joke. It comes across to me like they're trying to be taken seriously. No scream Two tried to be taken seriously. So you can hate scream Two. That's I fine. haven't seen three in a really scream long time. Three, I watched four with you scream though. Three. They knew that they were awful and scream four. They were like, blatantly awful and it was incredible <laughs> and courtney cox just looked like she had all this work done and like <laughs> it was it was just it was just amazing and i okay. love them i love them all, all right. right uh you gotta you gotta spin the wheel i gotta spin gotta it one spin more it. time what where'd I, right. what'd I get you got i'm i'm disappointed in myself because ah yes yeah it's a common one we're, we're disappointed in ourselves often. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, there's just, there's a lot. It's just going to be kind of like whatever I regurgitate first, you know? Yeah. I will say, um, I was not a fan. I've never been until this year, a fan of, you know what? That's not true. Um, here, let me finish my statement. I ha wouldn't have considered myself a fan of rap. Right. Uh, until this year, you know, there were some exceptions to the rule. For example, first season, I think some episode I talk about like really being into Missy Elliott. Oh yeah. At like the age of like 12 or 13. Right. And that was true. And I still am. I love her, but only the older things that have that nostalgia for me. I haven't heard any of her new stuff because I was determined never to listen to rap because I was like, it's boring. Every song is about the same thing. It's the same reason why no matter what the genre is, I get really tired of love songs. Yeah. Can well, still also, listen to them. I just, rap, I really like, need to just, mix it up. You just can't learn the lyrics. Like no one's got the time for that. <laughs> too, too many words. Too many words. Um, but that's what I was like. They all sound the same. <laughs> all the lyrics are about the same thing. You know what you're going to hear. And I'm just not interested. It all sounds the same. It's like the same reason I can't listen to like, like heavy metal screamo stuff. Can't understand them. It all sounds the same, but that changed this year. I'm, I'm interested you in are. rap now. You, I like female like. rap and foreign rap. You do. You like Doja Cat. I'm into Doja. Some Cardi B in there. Listen, I've, I've, I have unfortunately have been listening to some Cardi yeah. and I, I haven't been enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, got some Nathy. Nathy Peluso. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm into it. Uh, what's that French chick? Oh, uh, Bonnie? She, doesn't, she doesn't really rap. It's Bonnie. Uh, I think it's Benane, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why you're disappointed in yourself because you're into rap now. <laughs> Because I was like, no, it's so shallow. It's all the same. It is shallow and it is all the same. And I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a guilty pleasure thing for me now to, to Terry's, you know, horror. Yeah. Cause he can't Man. stand it. He can't listen to it. So when I listen, I have to listen without him or with headphones on. He can't hear it. All right. Well, 
there's many things that I'm disappointed in myself <laughs> for. Uh, I'm just going to start start spitting out a few. Okay. I officially like Whataburger. Uh, you should definitely be disappointed. I'm disappointed <laughs> in you also. Uh, I, th- I think it's good and I like it. I'm biased. I look, I, I will take in and out over Whataburger any day, but in and out so far away and Whataburger is literally, you can't drive five minutes and not see two Whataburgers. Yeah. So like I, I'm, I don't know, they're just right there. And they, with those, those sauces that they put on your burgers, like, wow, delicious. I'm a fan, big fan. The fries, onion rings, their shakes. I mean, yeah. See, I'm all like I it. said, I'm biased. I grew up with In N Out. That is just that is superior fast food for me. Nothing really beats it. I love it. And um someone who called himself a friend of mine hyped up Whataburger so much, saying that it would change my life, that it was way better than In N Out, that I would totally forget about In N Out and want nothing but Whataburger after I had the chance to eat it. Mm-hmm. He was so, so sure that I would love all of it that he bought me and Terry, like just like one thing from like one of each of his favorite things. Cause he was sure we would love it. I was disappointed. Yeah. It was just, it just tasted like, it's you know, it's cause regular you didn't, old you fast didn't food. get the special sauces. I guess not. But he was the one, it, he was the one who was doing the, the first impression and he didn't, if he didn't put the sauces on there, that's not, that's not on me. That's on him. Yeah. But I did try the special sauces the second time. I was like, fine, they're everywhere in Texas. This was just a few months ago. I was like, sure, I'll give Whataburger a try. I convinced Jacob you says to try I gotta it. put that sauce on there. I put that sauce on my hamburger, on my Pico de Gallo burger. See, that was your mistake. Why did you get the Pico? You just got the Whataburger. It wasn't the Pico that gave me food poisoning. It was the sauce. I don't think so because I, I ate do. the same sauce. Not the same day. The same. I sat right next to you and we ate the same sauce on the, on different burgers. You didn't come with me to get food that day. Jessica, I bought it for you. No, you didn't. I did. Whatever, because there are other things that have led to disappointment, Jessica. Well, what are they? Um, another thing that I am disappointed in myself for is I have, what's the, what's the music? Um, one sec, I need to look it up. It's on my phone. Uh, I have downloaded a couple of songs lately. <laughs> so, you know, like, you know, like when you're driving and you're like, wow, like this, this song is cool. Listen to the radio and you're like, yeah. I like this. Like, and so you kind of, you kind of hear like a little bit of the lyrics just so you, you kind of, kind of, kind of store that away. Mm-hmm. That way, once you you're not driving, later. you can just Google those lyrics and have the song. Yeah. And so I did that. And I heard the song and I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I, I kind of like this, you know, like it's kind of lame, but but I'm, I'm kind of vibing with it. I think I know where this is going. And so then I look it up and I was like, oh, wow, this is Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, you know what? Whatever. I was like, I'll download a Harry Styles song. Like, was it's it just watermelon one. sugar. It was. I, I did like it a lot. Mm-hmm. But anyway, moving on. And then I was like, you know, like two days go by and I'm listening to the radio and I'm like, wow. There it is again, like a, a different song, but like I'm vibing with this. I was like, and I, it's, it's weird because I don't think it's good, but I just really like it. And I was, you know, stored those lyrics away and then parked and looked up the lyrics and was like, oh, motherfucker, this is the Jonas Brothers. 
I was like, fuck it. I'm going to download a Jonas Brothers song. Why not? <laughs> and so I did. And I'm disappointed in myself because now I keep getting the like, you might also like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's horrible. It's horrible. It's it just was like, those it's shitty. Recommend, those it's, recommendations led you to Vin Diesel's new single? <laughs> no, actually, that was that was Twitter. But... <laughs> But Vin Diesel does have a new single and we will be playing that on this show probably next week because, man, it's incredible. If you haven't listened to it, I highly don't recommend it. (laughs) (laughs) The opposite of recommend. Yes. Highly recommend you avoid it. Yes, that's what I do. I mean, I went on a date and we got ice cream and I spilt ice cream all over myself like four times. Wow. It's a lot of ice cream. A lot of disappointment also. (laughs) An embarrassment. There was that time you forgot October was a month. There's a couple, there's, there's been a few times. <laughs> Every time I hear someone say September, uh, I write down seven. Like when I'm like getting, that getting sense. someone's birthday and they're like, oh, you know, I was born like September 12th. I write down seven, 12. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. And I have to turn that seven into a nine. And like, you, if you look at that paper, like everyone knows who looks at that is like, oh, he fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you can, you can see it. Right. Yeah, I did. I forgot that October existed. You know, it was September and I was like, oh my God, it's going to be Thanksgiving and then Christmas, like right then and there. For Totally forgot about October. You did. Didn't even know yep. that it was there. In my head, a Halloween happened right after Thanksgiving in that moment. That's what, that's what my mind was saying, which is actually not true. So I am aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, shit happens, Jessica. Shit happens. Well, I mean, I think we've done it. Yeah, I'm tired. I don't I'm, know how, I don't know how tired super, you are. I'm very, very sleepy. That was episode one, man. Episode one. Episode one. And damn. Since we're on episode one, one last question for you. Oh, God. Hit me. We had a brief discussion during season one, earlier in the season. I can't really remember which episode, but uh, about coming up with like a little nickname for our, our listeners. Yeah. I still don't know what we should call them, but I think we should call them something. We should. We can call them shooters. <laughs> That's just so gross. <laughs> so lame. It is lame, Jessica, but three shots in, we got something. our shooters. We got to think of something. It can't be that. We'll have to put some cats and into kittens. It. Cool cats and kittens. Cool cats and kittens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to figure it out. All right. Well, I, I challenge you to come up with an idea better than shooters. I will try really hard to come up with something better than that. All right. That's fair. <laughs> if you uh, are a big fan of the show and have ideas that you think are as good or better than ours, go ahead and email us. Got some cool stories. We would love to share them. You uh, can email us at uh, fanmail at three shots Mm-hmm. And if you're like super cool and at least slightly balling, uh, you can give us some financial support over on Patreon. Show us some love. You can at get there. www.threeshotsin.com. Take you right to our Patreon. Uh, we do have additional content and there will be even more content being added on during season two. Mm-hmm. We're talking exclusive episodes. We're talking exclusive deleted scenes. We're talking exclusive rights to chat which I think exist. I don't really know. Rights to chatting? Yeah, they can chat with us. You can chat on there. You can chat with yeah, us Yeah, see, too. you can chat. There we go. I wasn't, you could, I wasn't I mean, lying. You could chat with us anywhere, though. 
any social media. I mean, either way. Message me on Patreon. I'll answer that before I answer your email. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, uh, and just to give you, you know, something, uh, something to nibble on. Jacob and I have a lot of personal ghost stories, creepy experiences we that we, uh, we encountered uh, growing up. A lot, of, a lot of weird stuff in our childhood. And we're going to share all of that on Patreon. If you're interested, uh, go ahead and tune into that. Those of you already on it, stand by. It's coming. It's going to be super creepy. It's yeah. spooky season, y'all. And last of all, this has been episode one of the second season of Three Shots In. And we just want to let you know that uh, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. And we will see you next week, y'all. All right. Later, skaters. Later. There we go. That's it. We're calling them skaters. Skaters. Done. <laughs>